All right. Here we are with Fellowship of Cybertron, Season 1, Episode 3. We are in March 2019. I am Devin, playing the Overlord, Tarantulas. And to my left, we have X, playing Y, who is Z Playbook. Nicole. And Faction. Nicole, playing Breakout, uh, made up of Smash and Grab, who is the pair. And I... what? I was just mouthing the word Autobot. Oh, yes, obviously an Autobot. I was going to say a record. I forgot. Didn't know how specific you wanted to get. Just Autobot. I'm Tyler. I'm playing Flutter, who is uh, the elf playbook. Uh, and they were neutral in the conflict. Kevin playing Necronom, Necronom the unaligned spider. Peter the playing Multiplex, the Decepticon giant. Alright, recap last episode, gang. We entered Titus' last stand, and there was some bigotry going on because Decepticons. <laughs> Let's move that over. And then actually we had some little downtime there. Everybody had the little scenes of doing stuff. And more bigotry. <laughs> the Decepticons proved that they were all one of the good ones. And then we defended the colony uh, successfully. Uh, a traitor appeared who was totally not a punch. Nega punch. Anti-punch. And Hotshell was there too. Bizarro punch. And also Hotshell. Hardshell. Hardshell. And we killed him. We killed him dead. It was, a, it was a frenetic set piece. So... You lit one of our allies' blood on fire. Yes, you lit one of your all of your allies' blood on fire. So, at the end of last session, uh, you guys got fellowship with the Wreckers community of Titan's Last Stand uh, and are on your way to confronting, uh, you know, getting information on the Overlord. So, the fellowship move you got was, Peter? It was Borrowed Time. Alright, explain that to us. So, when we get the Fellowship, we recover right here, right now, while letting the Overlord advance their plans, and then we can take some little downtime. And during that downtime, Overlord must spend his turn revealing all their current plans to us, the company secrets, and they don't get to advance their plans this time. That's right. So, uh, Cup is willing to divulge some classified record secrets he wouldn't even reveal to break out. Because, you know, you weren't hanging with Wrecker Company, and this is military intel. Uh, but first, you know, he has to get it all lined up for you. So, bam, we are in downtime. Who wants to take the first downtime churn? I guess I can start. Okay. Let's find track for a moment. Okay. Multiplex, what are you doing in the Titan's Last Stand? Well, first of all, Multiplex has to recover from having his, you know, inside burn. Yes, your Energon fuel line and uh, reactor were uh, injected with Black Energon, a explosive uh, additive, uh, and then ignited, burning your entire systems out and uh, frying all the Insecticons that had laid eggs in you. Yep. So, so yeah. yeah, you're in one of the. You're, you're not in a CR chamber because, boy, howdy, do they not have a CR chamber big enough for you? But you're basically like lying down on a on a slant on one of the wall supports, and they're like pulling you apart and like, you know, cleaning up areas and clearing out garbage. Yeah. So he takes some of that time. Eventually, his you know self regeneration you know 
units start kicking in and he starts pulling himself back together and then he starts coughing up all the junk from inside of it that you know got loose and you know hugging like ancient slag and everything just like you know, stuff you couldn't process into energon that got put in your like the, yeah. the slurry compartment you have yeah has been accumulated and one of them is an ancient fossilized egg of some you know old forgotten predacon that you know gets heated up by all that explosion and you know hatches yeah so a predacon that that took its alt form as to be like a like a stasis pod basically yeah uh cracks out and then just reshifts itself into its uh, alt form yeah, so that's the dive bomb. Dive bomb. Dive bomb. The Predacon. Uh, what is his alt form? Is it like a pterosaur or whatever? It's some sort of bird, as far as I remember. Well, you took the wyvern as your gear option, which is what this is. Yeah, pretty much. So it's a wyvern. Yeah, it's a yeah. giant wyvern, bigger than the rest of the fellowship, probably. <laughs> is like he this. actually? Uh, I think the Predacons are pretty big by themselves, so yeah. Well, I mean the Wyvern, like, is the Wyvern option, like, a big monster? I mean... That'll tell us how big he is. They're all giant-sized things, so... It doesn't have any, like, giant tags or anything like that, but it's an option for the giant. So. Yeah. Everything's big for the giant. Uh... Yeah, alright. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, little baby bird hatches. I don't think it's super big because bears, mountain lions, and mountain lions are also a thing you can just have. Yeah. giants were only supposed to be like three or four times as big as the rest of the party and you're just bigger. Yeah, but like, you know, have a bear in comparison to a yeah, human. Exactly. Yeah, it's, so it's, yeah, it's not massive, but bigger than normal. Yeah, probably. Alright, so dive bomb is like, oh. Oh, you were there? Jeez. Oh. What the scrap, man? I'm sorry, someone set my blood on fire. No, not set me, not, not the fire, that was actually really nice, my oh, exterior capacitors recharged off that. You ate me! <laughs> Why shouldn't be in the ground, man? Uh, you ate me! Don't do me like that. <laughs> you did me dirty, you ate me. And they didn't even pass me. <laughs> I guess you're too big for that. Not only you filtered things out, but man, you stuck in me for like so long, man. Well, how long he looks out at like the periphery of like the horizon? Oh. Ah, slag. Ah, slag. Those maniacs. <laughs> Gets on his knees, starts pounding the ground. They did it. They blew it all away. Yes. Curse you all to the fallen! <sighs> pot, pot. <laughs> oh, so, uh, we still doing that whole tribe war thing? Uh, there seems to be a remnant of that still going, and... What, the other 12 are still alive? No, just... Mesophallus decided to... Who? Tarantulas. Who? One of... Is that a servant of Solaris Prime? No, there's a lot to catch up here. Oh. Yeah. Things have changed. What's with the cool purple jackal? Oh, but Can I get one? <laughs> you have to earn it first. <laughs> I just got eight! <laughs> eight me! 
guy was a damn slagging piece of scrap in your teacog rattling around in there, giving you a pain whenever you transformed. So that was you? Fuck. Eight. You get a bond with uh, Dive Bomb. Yep. Your, your, your gear option. Yep. He, uh, he still thinks the War of the Thirteen is going on. Swing Spotlight. Who else? <laughs> Who's next? <coughs> All right. We cut to Flutter. So I'm just uh, hovering through the complex, going around, scanning things, recording things. Got those big blue scanning beams with like the grid lines everywhere yeah. you usually see in shows. Just sweeping over. Yeah. Uh, and I come across uh, a small Autobot who's out back uh, practicing with uh, two swords. Yeah, they so got those. Yeah. Dancing around, swinging them. And. Uh, I'll just go up to him and go, oh, uh, you're uh, working with the blade, are you? You know, my people are you notoriously got it. adept at that. You got it. You know what blades don't run out of? Doing a flip with them. Ammunition? That's right. Not my blood. So uh, why don't you show me what you got? Yeah, yeah, sure. Gotta watch out, though. I don't want to go too fast for you. I think I'll be able to keep up. <laughs> he shows off some clumsy moves. You uh, mind if I give you a couple pointers? Yeah, definitely. So uh, you want to be a little more fluid in your movements. Uh, you want to relax your hips a bit. Let your whole body work the movements. Uh, start in your feet. Move your way up through your torso. Yeah, yeah like your gear shifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like your gear shifting. And I'll uh, transform into robot form and uh, take out my melee weapon and... Mm demonstrate a little for him. Remember, they're not two swords. They're ones, they're two, they're two Shut up, Zuko! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Zuko! Go back to your, go back to your conquering empire. Goddamn Cyclops. So, uh, you seen much of the outside world? Nah, I only came online near the end of it all, and then I was, uh, you know, I was kind of shuffled off here after they found me. Yeah, I only came online a short while ago, too. But uh, I've been sent out as the champion of my people. Oh, wow. How yeah. new are you? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't like to say. But uh... My first memory, they were dropped me out of a, uh, out of a car troop transport. They, uh, they brought me online in the middle of the fight. It was crazy. I was at the Battle of the Ark. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's where I was born. How'd that go for you? Um, dude with a mono optic uh, had like these claw hands and punched it through my chest and then it kind of went black. Like five ticks after I left the transport. That's pretty rough. Yeah, yeah apparently they found me uh, in stasis and just brought me back up. The old man patched me. Who, uh, Cup? Yeah. He Big says I'm an MTO. What does that mean? Made to order. Say, I've got a, I've got a crazy idea. Uh, you want to see the world? Yeah, I mean, what's left of it, you know? Probably the last chance I'll get. Why don't you uh, come with me? I can uh, show you how to wield those blades. Cool, yeah, sure. 
Awesome. Yeah. He'll, uh, he'll, he'll show you his alt mode, which is it's a sleek, like, two-wheeler motorcycle, but it's all, like, it looks like a stealth bomber. Like, it has that geometry to it, and it's mirrored out. Nice. Runs super silent. Uh, recruit the war orphan. <laughs> That's what he is. Yep. Uh, MTOs, and most Cybertronians have a name after their city they were from. So, Optimus of Iacon, or, you know, uh, I guess the other example is Megatron of Kaon. Made to order soldiers, they were Cybertronians that were literally, they had a spark put into an already built body and thrown into the battlefield with preloaded, like, cultural history. Uh, they're named after the battle they're in. So, he is Mere Shades of the Battle of the Ark. Nice. <laughs> But he'll wicked join you. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take him under my wing and I'll uh, start going through the paces, showing him how to wield his blades a bit better. Awesome. Let's swing that spotlight. Who's next? I'll go next. In the background, as uh, you're practicing, you see like a like a giant winged like flyer uh, transformer on his knees on top of a wall, screaming "Damn you all!" <laughs> <laughs> Dramatically, Just quietly in the background of every other scene. Yeah. Yeah, like in Dark Souls, so you kind of see stuff going on in the background of all the levels. Mm. So yeah, I've dragged Hardshell's body into, um, I guess, an impromptu medical lab. Science lab. Science lab, yeah. His uh, tail has kind of erupted into a bunch of different appendages to uh, wield various tools, and he's using it to very surgically kind of slice Hardshell open. Who's there with you? Is there a doctor here, or someone who could like serve as a nurse to help? Um, you could grab someone. Do you want to grab anyone named? Sure. Yeah, I'll grab someone named. Um, what would be a good? I mean, like not like you can. We can just make one up, or you can grab someone from the community. Yeah, who's in the community that would be good for help? Cup, this? oil slick, half pipe. Uh, I think those are the ones we need off the bat. Sniper. Sniper guy's not around anymore. Oh, he left. I'll grab Cup, because he actually can patch people up and whatnot. What do we got here, uh, Doc? Hmm. Oh. Jumping springs. Look at him. Uh, not so tough the now. The size of him. Yeah. Went down like the rest of them. <laughs> There's, one thing... There's one thing I've learned in my time back here, it's that size very rarely matters. He kind of looks over his shoulder to Metroplex. I mean, everyone learns different lessons in the war. Hmm. <laughs> what do we got going on here? So this was the this was the leader unit? It, yeah, was. Keyword. He will be, uh... He had that look in his eye, that... Uh, like he was all there. Like he had a. Like he had something behind him. Exactly. He's not your token dumb muscle. So we'll see what he has inside that uh, makes him special, and rip it out of him. He's just kind of like carefully removing his faceplate, setting that aside, uh, kind of taking things apart in a very surgical, yeah. careful manner. Big, pissed-off uh, Insecticon general body. Like, just weaponry and, like, you know, more muscle fiber engines per, like, square inch than most other Cybertronians you've ever seen. Like, he, he was built to destroy. Can any of this weaponry be transplanted into other... Uh, uh, it's fairly parts? ghoulish. People aren't really up for that. That's fair. Can any of it be used as a weapon? Like, just outside? Fairly ghoulish. Fairly ghoulish. Fairly still. ghoulish to turn a dead person into a weapon. 
You do, he work with a de- help hand your dealt. So he does set those aside regardless. Just uh, so you were looking to get an advantage out of him. Yeah. All right. So he has calm systems and uh, like a data set kind of like he has he has calm gear basically. Mm-hmm. And if you salvage those out of him and kind of you know start to cricking and pulling them together, you can have a one use useful item that is like a small communication database from Tarantulas's you know set. Hmm. So a useful item means you can burn the item to make it do something useful once. Something that doesn't have to be really defined as long as it's within the thematic wheelhouse of what you got it from. So sending a short-range message based on Tarantulas' signals, you know, listening in on stuff, doing a download from a computer somewhere, breaking through an encrypted door if something's been Tarantulas locked, you know, hmm. be creative with it. Yeah. But you have it on your character sheet. Hmm. I'll be keeping this. I don't know if you have any use for the rest of him, but I'll leave him with you. Now I'll lay him to rest out in the graveyard. Is that what you call that ditch? Everyone gets a scrapyard, buddy. <laughs> Even the monsters. He uh, puts out his Saigar on the Decepticon symbol on his chest. We're <laughs> <coughs> both just smoking away, so... Kill a queen. <laughs> so... You're not too bad with, uh, with those claws there, Doc. I've had a lot of experience. Especially once I went off-world. That was off-world. Good times. Good times. How long have you been in service? When did you start? I was there at the beginning, back when the uh, back when the rebellion was, you know, fresh. I was the first one to see the signs of trouble coming from the pits and the lower castes and uh, the government crackdowns. You probably weren't around for the uh, for the lockdown. That was uh, that was when the kind of the uh, Planet went down on uh, police arrest. Military r- rule. From what I understand, I just missed it. I'm... Sounds about right. That's when Cup's Rebellion started. We had to relabel it afterwards. Optimus said it didn't quite play well to put one person in charge. He's a nerd, so you kind of get where he's coming from. Hmm. I'm humble about it, though. I'll bet. He does seem like quite the strategist, I do feel, as though things would have gone quite differently if I hadn't managed to go off-world before it all went down. Yeah. Whoever got off-world was lucky. They got out and didn't have to come back. Did many of the escape ships escape? In the beginning. In the beginning, people took Mm. off-planet when the government started to fall apart and uh, the rebellion was in full swing and it became Autobot versus Decepticon. But... Near the end, the leader put out a general evacuation order. Most of them were shot down by the orbital cannons. Why? How did he put it? This is my world, and no one leaves my service without my permission. No one defied. No one... That was it. This is my world. I gave you your chance. None defy Megatron. Uh, Necronome's like... Like, incisor just kind of slips and decapitates Hardshell. <laughs> oh, that does not sound like the Megatron I knew. But it does seem to be the general consensus as to what happened. <laughs> He's just blatant disgust in his voice. Irritation, almost. Cop has nothing to add to that. <laughs> no, neither does he. Just Well, there goes the head. <laughs> he just kind of shuffles out of the tape and uh, scene swipe. 
Sure. And the last one would be Nicole. Let's pause. I mean, all right, we're back. So we're going to swing the spotlight to Breakout. What are you doing? Um, I think that we're together, but not combined. Yeah, you're hanging out with the two yeah. of you. Smash and grab. Smash and grab is along with Rip and Tear. And they're like robot forms. Uh, just... I don't have robot forms. Oh yeah, right, I forgot. Foxes or guns. Right, right, right. Forgot. So yeah, in they change their alt form. In their fox forms. Or the fox form is their robot mode, and the gun is their utilitarian mode. Yes. Yeah. Don't think about it. Um... So we're going to be going around like the perimeter, uh, any damages that were done, like basically shoring up the city's defenses and talking to the people and figuring out how they can better repel attacks on their own next time. Uh, letting them know where all those little popcorn places were that those uh, predacons are hiding out in. Insecticons. Yeah. Yeah. Insecticons. Oh, right. I was like, what the fuck's a Predacon today? Remember? Uh, and yeah, just generally talking to people and doing that. Yeah, what are you looking to gain out of this? Nothing. You're just gonna take nothing for your reco your recovery move, your downtime? Like, I don't know. I already have so many people. I don't want to just keep adding people. You can get it's hard gear, to a reward, a bond with someone. <coughs> you talk to Old Man Cup, take a bond. No one else is taking a bond with Cup. I have taken a bond with Cup. <laughs> You did? I will be. Oh. So probably will be. Uh, Alright, so while you're doing that, uh, we were talking about what you're angling for. You want to grab a, uh, a thermo rocket cannon. Yeah. Alright, where do you think you could find one? Um, well, I think that's what their cannons on the walls were. Uh, so I'm going to see if they have any uh, damaged ones or anything that we can just buff up and make better. Uh, going to go to Cuck. He seems to be kind of the leader of this place. He is the leader of this place. Yeah. He was going to call this Cup's Wall before he called it uh, the Titan's Last Stand. He thought it would, uh, it would play better to the crowd. That's what the nerds in the med base said. Well, of course it code. would. Look at Metroplex here. Yeah, codename Big Baby. <laughs> That's a... I don't like that codename. Well, the wall's the cradle. So we do when we do our comm communications, you know, if you were using record encryption, it'd be big baby to cradle. <laughs> nanny bot here. <laughs> I'm nanny bot because I'm in charge of the cradle. That's so disrespectful. Nah, Metroplex would find it funny. You know, I was there when he was born. He had a great sense of humor. I remember it. He starts looking off in the middle distance. You're going to lose him like it was yesterday. Quick, run yes, while you still can. Hey. He's doing it. I mean, I like, I like his stories. All right, you get sucked into the so, flashback. Yeah. The entire episode <laughs> of the show goes by. Yeah. Like, no, I, no, no, I actually pretty... like his stories, and I don't think I know how that he's not actually as old as he thinks he is. So it's like, oh, cool, yeah, I want to hear Metroplex's origin story. And that's exactly how it went down. Even the parts I wasn't there for. Makes sense. I mean, you want to talk to other people to get... Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Don't uh, ignore the parts where some of the Decepticons were colored differently in between. I just, sometimes I have a not the sharpest memory. Sometimes my mind animators get lazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was awesome. Uh, I want to 
believe the flashback was entirely animated <coughs> in the G1 art style and they farmed it out to other studios. Had that weird VHS video tearing all the yeah. time. <laughs> like, wow, yeah, alright. I can picture it real clearly. It's been pirated a few times. <laughs> we looked real dumb and simple back then. So, uh, yeah. Right. Good times. Seemed like a... Metroplex was really inconsistent with the sizing in there. Sometimes uh, he was like, you know, taller than a skyscraper. Sometimes uh, it's just like twice your size. Uh, you know, perspective's a funny thing. You know, he has a consistent size, but just you just got to be careful when you're remembering it, because you know, buildings are were bigger. Buildings were bigger and smaller back then, depending on the city you were in. Some of them were newer. All right. All right. I mean, I'm pretty sure Metroplex doesn't have any kind of, um, compression tech, so... No, no, no. Just, it's an architecture thing. Don't worry about it. Just don't pay attention to it. What can I do for you, kid? I'm in a good mood. I want a weapon. I was thinking one of these cannons along the wall, if you have any busted ones I could, uh, fix up. Yeah, go for it. You want a TRC? Take one. Yeah. You know, back in my day, all the Autobots were like you. Respectful, dignified, desperately wanting heavy uh, uh, siege-breaking weapons. Those were the good be. old days. It's a good way to be. You get <laughs> a TRC. Hooray! It's ranged and area and requires ammo. So when you like rest, you can reload it. Okay. We'll so, figure out its full stats yeah. you know, during a break. TRC. A thermo rocket cannon. Alright, swing that spotlight, because uh, Peter and uh, Tyler oh. didn't technically do a downtime thing. They just talked about how they got their new gear options. Yeah. Um, side note, is this too big for me to wield individually? Like, is this something that will have to be combined to be able to use? No. Okay. You just put your arm on it, it transforms around yeah. you, and stabilizes. There probably there isn't, like, a tag for that, because, like, for giant, there is a giant size. Yeah, this isn't tag. giant size. Yeah. Cybertronian weapons aren't really built with that problem. Yeah. I mean, some are. I mean, it could be clumsy, but you have the proper training, so it's fine. Okay. TRC. Yeah, it's probably like a... We'll, we'll figure out its fucking tag. It's not important. So which one of you two wants to take the spotlight? I guess I can take it. Oh, I'm also going to be taking a bond with... Sure, go for it. Yep. So for my actual downtime move rather than recovery move, I was thinking about you know fixing the arm up. Uh, how was how was uh, how was picturing it? Like oh, probably Cap would be nagging me about it. I take the arm, separately it back, then it, like wouldn't be fitted. So I'd go and grab one of the cannons, load it onto my back as another regearing option, and use that to just weld it in place. All the while, we we'll just bicker with Cap, and eventually, you know, things will start churning. And since we're both old farts, and eventually, we just start bonding over that and start, you know, bashing other people. Like, oh yeah, move with you, youngsters. Do you want to do that, or is that exactly how it plays out? I think that's exactly how it plays Fine. out. Fine, that's fair. <laughs> you get a. What were you looking for? A bond with Cap. You have a bond with Cap. Talk about it like you will. We're both old liars. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we're both senile old liars. They're both very war crimey. Uh, You're not war crimey. What was that with Dr. Warcrim? 
Dogtor Warcrim. Oh, that was your character for the... Right. Star Wars. A voice I get to use in this game again. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 um, no. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, my bond, I wrote uh, Cup Has the Best Stories. He does. And then we switch the, the spotlight back one last time to Flutter. I like the... Yeah, like spinning motion everyone keeps doing. Oh yeah, that's like hanging spot. Yeah, like literally spinning it. <laughs> like a cat. Mow, mow. Like a new frame Roger Rabbit. Ooh, I'm looking forward to that in the other game. Not to get distracted, but... <laughs> the Mao Cat and Shadowrun? <laughs> <laughs> Chairman Mao. Oh, I mean, he can have a laser point in his eye, and then he can get distracted by his own laser point. Oh no. <laughs> oh, fuck. Where's it going? It's ahead of me. <laughs> like the carrot on a voice. <laughs> <laughs> Spotlight, swing! <laughs> Alright, flutter. Uh, so, I'm interested in what happened to uh, Counterpunch in the battle. He kind of fell out of view and then disappeared. Oh, no. And I want to verify whether or not he's dead or if he got away. Uh, so I'm going to head out and check if out If he's dead area. or dying, pretending to be dead, or hiding on someone dead. And uh, I'm going to take Mirror Shade with me. Um, because uh, if you want to be an expert swordsman, it's important that you learn how to move gracefully and also stealthily. So I want you to tail me to the best of your ability and try and stay close, but without me knowing that you're around. Yeah, you got it. He's going to aim his blaster at your eyes. I, what, are you, what are you doing? I was going to shoot your eyes out so you wouldn't know I was tailing you. <laughs> no, no, that's... Clever. That's not the LV way. Okay. <laughs> I'm an expert swordsman! <laughs> His ghost is giving me mentorship advice. I'm your new character. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to hover out over to where uh, Counterpunch was last seen. Yeah, Mirror Shades is stealthy, but you're going you're gonna to be able to spot him. Yeah. He's not going to evade you at all. I'm no also way. having Screech tail him, just, just so that he doesn't get lost. It's fair, it's fair, it's fair, it's fair. Was Screech just another one just like you? No, Screech is like uh, even smaller than me. It's like a drone yeah, that okay. I send out. Somehow even smaller than you. Somehow <laughs> even smaller than me. Right? Like a little gnat to multiply. <laughs> Screech might actually be the size of an actual remote controlled drone on Earth. Oh my god. Like he'd be able to infiltrate like uh, like Soundwave does. A transformer's a transformer, no matter how small. <laughs> Or the Mountain Dew bot. <laughs> it happened in the Bay movies, because the oh. Bay movies are made by assholes. So. Anyway, you drive to the ruins of the combat you guys had, yeah. uh, where, uh, where Hardshell fell. Uh, and yeah, the building that you guys, I think, destroyed it not to building onto. You're mm -hmm. looking around for evidence of Counterpunch. Yeah. How are you going to find evidence of Counterpunch? What are you looking for? What are the signs? Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to replay uh, the video files I have of the combat and track where he went and where his movements and where exactly he was lost uh, in the in the Fraka. And then I'm going to go kind of check that area out, look for signs of an impact and look, I mean, first look for a body. Because if I can find a body, then problem solved. Right. All right, you're looking, you see damage, you see scratches of like metal and paint that have been left in the area somehow. You know, you're really good because you're like a, you know, super sensor suite. Yeah. Uh, and digging through the area, uh, you find uh, evidence that someone crashed under some rubble, uh, transformed, and like drove away during the fight. Mm -hmm. There's like scarring on the roadway leading up to one of the uh, overpasses. 
I'm going to analyze the treads fully. And then once I have that, I'm going to go back to base and 3D print a model. Sure. Of whatever was used to drive away. Yeah, you can recreate the, uh, the tire treads. Okay. Have I seen Counterpunch transform into his robot form before? His alt mode? His alt mode. Yeah. He came on screen in robot mode. Okay. You've never even heard of this asshole before now. Uh, I'm going to log that into my databanks, and uh, next time I see him, if he goes alt mode, I'm going to compare it. And then you'll be able to track him if it's him. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. That's what you got. You have a nice little, probably probably like a plus one forward the next time you try to track him down or whatever. Like a floating plus one. Is that in the system? Yeah. It's around somewhere. I've seen it in Power of the Apocalypse. Not necessarily in this system. But... I mean, it's a concept. You get like a little floating bonus. It exists in some of the gear, I'm almost certain. Well, I'm happy just with Intel or Counterpunch. I don't know, rolling with hope. To track you'll, him? Yeah, you'll roll sure. with hope to track him. Sure, sure, sure. Until he decides to change how he uh, travels and shit. Change into punch. Or change his tire treads. Walking on his hands the entire way. <laughs> That'll teach that little dragonfly. I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> oh man, oh man. If someone's tracking me. Aren't they going to be confused? Or he puts like deer things on his feet, so look at it, and it's like they're gonna be <laughs> so did. confused. <laughs> they don't even know what the deer is. Exactly. All right. So now that we're done this phase, we you guys get called back to uh, Cup's kind of base in Titan's Last Stand and into his war room. He has like a big holograph displayer in the middle, and like you know. Uh, lights and like readouts and stuff, you know, statistics of Metroplex they have running because they have hookups on him. Uh, I'm going to document all of that. Yeah, let's scroll it down. Little spy bot. <laughs> all right, we were able to uh, get together our info packet for you. So it goes without saying that this is top classified Wrecker Intel, all right? Usually, this is Wrecker High Command Eyes only, but because you've been such uh, stand-up bots, I'm going to let you see these secrets we usually have to, you know, hide pretty aggressively. My motor mic like, revs slightly higher. Prime Decepticon <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Multiplying, just like opening through a window, just looking in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We, uh, we've been tracking outgoing transmissions from uh, the warship that's been around the uh, around Cybertron for the last few cycles. We actually think we've found an unencrypted communication line that lets us eavesdrop on information going in and out. Nice. Yeah, we've been recording it, keeping an eye on it, had some of our, uh, you know, techs, some of the, uh, some of the gearheads go through and see if they can't pull out something useful. And we got something useful. Uh, Pretty shortly after the uh, the recall was called on a hard shell, an, un an encrypted uh, wrecker signal came through from the warship. So, yeah. Wait, a wrecker warship? No, no, a wrecker signal came from, he points to the warship in orbit, the tarantulas' space. Mm. Someone up there called us. Wartime encryption codes. 
we have a man on the inside. Seems like. And he, like, uses his sidecar to, like, boot up some panels on it to, like, show you the, uh, the transmission. And, like, it's, it's like an Autobot symbol with, like, uh, you know, like a little more, like, armoring and plating on it that looks like, you know, the Wrecker symbol, which is, like, an armored-up, angrier-looking Autobot symbol. <laughs> you know, eyebrows. With rivets. Yeah, rivets and eyebrows. Look like it's kind of patched up. Uh, and yeah, it cuts inside the warship. The warship has, like, internal sensors that lets it record stuff, so it's like that. Happening, that's happening. All right, cut to the warship exterior and interior. You know, it flicks between. It's hovering above an old part of Kaon, actually, uh, and it seems to have weapon systems and uh, you know, like space technology that's drilling through like uh, Kaon city parts and blowing it apart Ooh. to reveal a large underground bunker. Like it's uh, spherical, kind of cylindrical, covered in Septicon symbols. It has fire vents coming out of it and uh, spikes. Uh, there's like old Cybertronian sigils on it that say, abandon all hope. Christ. Uh, for people who are Autobots, uh, who are actually in the war, uh, this is the um, Decepticon uh, vault, uh, Justicar vault where the worst Decepticon war criminals were sealed away during the war. Oh, no! Yeah, and once that opens, uh, the, the actual, like, exterior door where ships would dock to drop people off, like, cracks open, and the ship uh, puts down a docking pylon. And, like, time codes show that time's advancing rather fast. And, uh, yeah, it cuts to the cargo bay of the warship, which, the interior of this warship looks weird. It looks ancient. Like, there's signs of decay everywhere. There's old stylistic bass reliefs that have been, like, pulled away to reveal technology underneath. It's, like, levels of tech you're not used to. Tron levels, where it's, like, glowing circuitry and, like, holograms everywhere. Crystalline technology, like, like plates of crystal and diamond and, like, liquid metal pumping through and stuff. It looks advanced. Golden age. Yeah, it's golden age of Cybertron technology. And, like, there's always this thrum on the audio you can't quite understand, but it, it sounds like this ominous, like, chanting pulse. Like, they're, like you're in a monastery. Uh, and, yeah, in this cargo bay, there are, uh, like, over a dozen Cybertronians, and they do not look super friendly. Uh, it's hard to get an individual pick on every single one of them, but standing kind of on a, on a dais, a Tarantulus walks up, and you can see more of his full body. You know, average size Cybertronian, blocky structure, some smooth lines, and he has like, you know, uh, hybrid materials and ceramics and like like actual fabrics for his superstructure, and like there's burns all over them. It looks like he he suffered like a lot of serious battle damage that's never been fixed. Like there's exposed joints and wiring where there'd be like that astronaut you know space age material covering him because it all forms like a NASA drone. <laughs> So, like, there's, like, exposed joints, frayed stuff, uh, you know, there's, there's, you can see oil and stuff coming out of parts of one of his limbs. Uh, he looks injured, uh, but he moves with, like, that kind of frantic cackliness and has, like, an overarm, uh, like, an over-the-shoulder, like, arm, like, a grass bird spinning around, making little sparks and stuff. My fellow Decepticons, you owe me an enormous debt of gratitude for freeing you for your disgusting and awful crimes against the Decepticon cause and our fair planet of Cybertron. Feel your shame! <laughs> Feel your shame! But 
Word up to me, you would all be scrapped, lobotomized, and turned into servitors. But it is not up to me. For our Lord and Master, the Dark Emperor, the King of the Cosmos himself, Megatron, has deigned your sentences be commuted to service in our cause, and your slate white clean. And like all the ones there, like kind of like, kind of like they're nodding their heads, like yeah. And it's like my fellow Decepticons. He's like slamming a podium. Rise up, join the cause, finish the war, and together we will rule this world under Megatron's banner. We will take it from our enemies, and we will usher in a golden age. An eternal empire, a kingdom of steel and energon. And they all start, you know, kind of like going for it and stuff. And there's like pictures of Megatron in the background and like a statue built into the ship, like him holding Cybertron in his clawed hands, pulling it apart <laughs> with like liquid energon pouring over him like a bloodbath. Uh, on either side of him, uh, is a large Decepticon uh, flyer. Like, he looks as broad as Hardshell. Like, he's a big fucking guy. And there's one that looks very similar to him in the crowd. Um, and on the other side of Tarantulas is Counterpunch. By the way, guys, Counterpunch is alive. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> Guess we'll need to put more holes in him next time. Unless you see that body, you never assume someone's dead. That doesn't make any sense, says, uh, what's his name, your flyer? Dive bomb. Just let him fall into the lava. It's fine. They're dead, probably. <laughs> All right. I'm breaking you into teams. Alpha team, you will be going to the Sea of Rust, and you will retrieve my second warship. Bring it to me, or don't come back at all. Beta team will be coming with me. You will hit the Shrine of Rust. <laughs> And entomb more into its into its charnel house, and we will get my prize. Rise up! He dismisses them, and then it, uh, it ends. Well, he's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Not only you know, just all of that, but just the fact that he was releasing them. Yes, though there is a vital piece of information there. Not that it wasn't all vital, but he is going with a, per a team personally, from the sounds, to go to the Tomb of Rest. But if he heads there, we can simply assassinate him. I mean, yeah. So I'm guessing the... So, there is one plan currently in action right now. They're going to seize a ship called the Ethereal from the Sea of Rust. He has a second plan where he's doing something at the Shrine of Rust. I know they have similar names, it's just an unfortunate coincidence. <laughs> there are two different locations. They're not close. No. The Shrine of Rust, um, who here was a Decepticon? There it is. <laughs> there it is. Yep. Put it right, right, you know, tall and proud, Kevin. Well, it depends on when I was a Decepticon, though. Like, was this before... This was this was old enough. Old enough, okay. The Shrine of Rust is where Decepticon war heroes were entombed in Kaon. Hmm. Neat. Kevin basically left before the war started, though. 
Yeah, but that's where they were entombed. Like, the war started when you were leaving, and, like, this is what was happening. Back when it was more of a positive thing. It was like, oh, these are rebels, and they died for the cause. Okay. The shrine of Rust is a hero's shrine. Yeah. That's what I'll remember it as. Yeah. It also has, like, ancient Cybertronian connotations to it. Because hmm. Cybertronians entomb their dead, like the Egyptians. Yeah. And other cultures, like the Egyptians, that I don't know about. <laughs> Catholics? Some of them, maybe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most cultures entomb their dead. Not all of them, but a lot of them. So, the tier of the Sea of Brass has a rating of 1 already, and the other one is a 0. That's right, he hasn't advanced it yet. Yeah. So, you have your options. I'm going to pause while you decide, or do we want to roleplay out the decision-making process? Let's do it in character. Mm -hmm. Alright, I am going to simply state my opinion that if uh, Tarantulus himself is with the one team, if we go there, we can end this before uh, it gets too out of hand. Yes, exactly. That, that sounds like a good plan. You're awfully confident in your abilities. We had trouble with one of his lieutenants. He won't be going there alone. He'll be going there with his best and brightest. Herschel was a soldier. Tarantulus is, was a scientist. Surrounded by other soldiers. Hmm. We have snipers with us. We have people who are quite used to wet work. So, speaking of snipers, in the crowd was Trickshot. Oh. Remember Trickshot, that Decepticon that was on the boat with you? He was in the crowd. That little worm. You also saw an Autobot in the crowd, but you couldn't quite see him. The camera passed over him, but you saw the Autobot symbol. No, they did throw no. Autobots in there. We also don't know what he's up to at the shrine. And uh, my people never walk into a situation without at least getting intel first. Well, we can always gather that before we go there. I'm simply saying he needs that ship for a plan, but if we deal with him, then that plan won't come to fruition, period. Cut off the head! But Optimus never had the gears to do. Or we go there, we confront him. If we're successful dealing with his soldiers, he retreats, and then he collects the warship that was assembled for him while we were busy messing around at the shrine, and he becomes even more unassailable. But if we go to deal with the ship, the same thing can happen. There's more soldiers there as well. Either way, we're walking into a horde of soldiers. Mm. I mean, at least at the shrine of rest, you might have backup or an army to fight against you. That place is populated. With who? By who? People from the war. Unless I heard it was a Septicon stronghold. Hmm. Yeah, if we let that fall, who knows what Garish thing he would take out of there. Look what he did with Kaon. So, who knows what lies beneath that. I'd sooner recruit the uh, Decepticons there to our side than let him get there first and uh, strong-arm them into allying with a madman. Well, I'll listen to wiser heads. I was just stating my take. It's good to have options. Well, it would be good to size him up, see how strong he is in the actual fight. And the worst case scenario, we can always retreat. He was never an opposing, imposing bot when I knew him. Even now, something looks wrong with him. <laughs> like, other, other than the mania of being a Decepticon scientist, something's off about him. He can't place it. 
when Necronom says that, I just internally replay that scene where he goes to kill him and then doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, looks like he still has got his scientific form. Those are pretty frail. They're not meant for combat. So he might have tricks, but a couple punches might, you know, put him down. Step on him. <laughs> too. Or throw a boulder at him from far away. We needn't even get close so we can find him. As long as we reconnoiter the situation before we charge in. Of course. Never run in without a plan. So, do we want to just kill Tarantulas or do we want to capture him and make him answer for his crimes or give the LV people and whatnot? By presenting kill. him to what government? No one is beyond redemption. No, but... Kill. Look at this yeah. world. We don't have time. You can hear a cup audibly <laughs> in the background and go, <laughs> Come on, let Primus sort it out. Or Mortius. If we're able to establish some sort of order, then some people can be brought to trial. But at the moment, it's, it's anarchy. He seems unwell. Maybe he just needs to be fixed. Oh, I've got his fix right here. Yeah. Smash and grab are both like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> both hitting it. Remember those two guys from Gurren Logan, the blue one and the red one, were like, yeah, 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 <laughs> the twins? <laughs> Not really, no. It's kind of clear that Nicronom is compensating or overcompensating. Yeah. No, I caught that. So, yeah. We're not so different. <laughs> it echoes in your head. <laughs> echoes. The sooner we put them down, the less suffering there is all around. Well, then why are we still talking? Let's be on our way. So, you're going to go to the Shrine of Rust, not the Ethereal? Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds like a thing I know, which is... Uh, a long journey. A long journey. All right, let me pause and get some info. All right, we're back. A long journey happens. So, um, I think I start by asking a specific question to someone, they describe it, that's it's a scene, and then they pass it off to someone else, and we move forward. Oh, they pass it off to someone else to resolve. I mean, yeah. I think uh, you don't have to start, you just like do the frame, you're like, oh, we're going to this place, and then someone can start, it doesn't have to be you. So it doesn't have to end on you, it could be in the middle and so on and so Okay. Like so, like I said, someone starts with a suggestion, um... Someone describes it, and then someone else resolves it, and then they ask a question. Um. Now, now I'm confused. Like, yeah. All right, we're back. So I guess with the framing that we're going to the Shrine of Rust, I guess I can start with that. I'm loading everybody into my newly opened, you know, cargo oh, bay. What move did you take? I took the... Uh, what's yeah, it? yeah, yeah, I remember this. Free ride. I can you know, carry everyone at once. As long as I can, you know, reach them with my arms. So, like, if you want to get away with everybody, just load yeah. them onto my belly. So you go into your alt mode, and your interiors now has space for it. Yes, after all that slag and all the junk yeah, yeah, and empty stuff. Look at that, yeah. So, yeah, his interior is like an actual ship. Like, it's an actual, like, crawler. Like, there's there's rooms, there's ore processing and stuff. There's a bridge with consoles and stuff. Like, there's equipment in here. A lot of it's damaged. Yeah. But you didn't even realize this was in here. He's an Energon hauler. So, how do we navigate? Who wants to solve this problem? Navigation. Assuming direct control. 
Is there like a control panel in there? Yeah, he's, he's on a bridge. There's there's like stations for like five, ten people. <clears throat> so yeah, I guess we take control of that and kind of act as a guidance system to help uh, with the extra navigation and whatnot. So I'm sure there's stuff in there that's probably manual. Yeah. Like, like it's odd because remember, you guys are living independent beings. He has a cockpit. Yeah. He has control. He has doors with handles on the inside of him. Yeah, it's so, weird. Yeah, so I guess we go about um, like taking the manual control and just figuring out what everything does. Yeah. All right, so their answer was to, like, they're manually going to go through and start navigating you. Okay. So what's so you said you've seen? Uh, where are we passing through exactly? I don't know what, like, the areas like, that we're going through. Tell us what the area is going like. You're going from one area to Kaon, and Kaon's just a city, a robot city. Oh, it's a city. Okay. Um, God, I don't actually know. Does anyone? Oh, well, yeah. You got a. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Do you want me to pitch something? Sure. Sure. Um, all right. I'll pitch something to. Do I pitch someone in particular, or does someone else just pick up the slack? You. I think you have to do someone in particular. Okay. Well, Tyler. Uh, what weird things do they find inside of multiplex as you're traveling? Um, I guess the weirdest thing that we find is that not only does it look like he has controls and manual access ports and all of those things that are very unusual for us to have, but there is distinct evidence that there have been people who have been habitating inside of him. Um, there's like lived in quarters and diary entries from people who have like spent years here. Um, they're all gone now. And we have no idea like where fragmented we, entries and logs, yeah. like hints in the in the computer right. consoles that someone's been lo had logged in and left info. Uh, we have no idea like when they were here, when they went away. Um, they but the there fire. was a period of time, possibly multiple periods of time, where one or more transformers were living inside of multiplex. Nice. Um, and as we're traveling, uh, we head through a dense, dense wooded area. Are there wood? No. no. Okay, we head through the ruins of a cityscape, um, and we reach uh, mountainous terrain that we have to scale and climb over. There's mountains, right? Yeah, like like big like parts of like the geography and stuff has it has tectonics and stuff. It's just all you know metal and shit. metal and weird. Uh, and as we do so, uh, we reach a strange. There's rock. Like they mine out of the rock and stuff. We reach a strange magnetic field where all of a sudden all of our internal systems start operating at like half efficiency and sensors are no longer fully uh, operational. Um, how do we deal with that? Hmm. Or what caused it? Could it be overload? Yeah, to you. Can that go to overload? Yeah, because he's part of it. So maybe his minions were messing with us or some of his Okay, then I'll pitch that to the overload. All right. So, as you go up the mountainscape, you know, the tectonic plates traveling in your old war machine, frail and senile from its many years of poor maintenance, systems start to fail, you're getting magnetic interference, EMI, it's unusual, you're usually better insulated from it, and the bigger you are, the harder it is to affect you, so you do a little digging. You have to go into the reactor room, where the spark uh, core is, you find the source of the issue. It's not the terrain that's really causing it, so much as the reactor being used the way it is. Because 
as you're all aware, if, well, maybe not, maybe not the Autobots among you. When a Decepticon becomes a Decepticon, they have part of their spark casing carved out and melted down into their Decepticon shield. Like the one Multiplex has in his chest cavity. That's uh, horrifying. Yeah, part of their soul rib cage. And it looks like putting, going through so much stress so quickly after the fight has caused fissures to form where that material was harvested from his interior casing, causing interference to leak in and jam up your systems. Sets up the up. So, now that the solution, now that the problem has been identified, my question is, does your solution uh, break out hurt multiplex? I mean, preferably not. But does it? <laughs> um, I think it would hurt him in a, like, it's going to cause pain way, but not in a, it's going to damage him way. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, it's not going to fuck up his spark, but we're going to, like, weld stuff in the crack or whatever, so it's going to hurt. It's like... This is your soul we're welding shit to. We're doing surgery on you, and we don't have anesthetics, so the yeah. way. Yeah. Oh. It's going to hurt. World War One. <laughs> Just power on through it, old chap. Yeah. <laughs> it is going to really hurt, but it's not going to damage his spark or anything. That's... That'd be terrifying. My alternative question is, who donates some of their spark case material to patch it? The fuck no. <laughs> I didn't ask it, but that was my alternative question. All right, so you choose to choose to hurt. Your solution is to choose to hurt multiplex. So <laughs> yes, you erase your bond with me because you hurt me, or oh, yeah, I guess, eh? Oh, oh don't be oh, a baby. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and now you set up a scene for Peter. Do I have didn't really? No, Nicole. Uh, I did. Oh, I froze up. Yeah. So. Okay, that's fine. Um. So, you're the vehicle that's driving us up this mountain, essentially, and now we're also doing surgery on you. So, uh, your treads start to... Slip. Yeah, start to slip, basically, from all the pain. And we're in danger of basically falling all the way back down the mountain. How do we deal? Hmm. How do we deal? <laughs> I guess multiplex just, you know, turns himself around, kicks into the reverse gear, and starts digging into the mountain. So we tip over, but you know, stay in place while the surgery is going on. So we lose some time on our way there, but at least we're not falling down the mountain. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we cut to. Does the Overlord get a turn to describe what's going on in there? At well, I think at any time could have. Um, or is that just me, like, you know, putting a bit of a knife twist in as the overlord is my turn? I think that's all it is. Yeah, I think that's all it is. I think yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So after your long journey, your treacherous journey across Mount Crumpet, <laughs> the Grinch, Sour Sweet Wind on Grinch Night, um, you guys reach Kaon, the de facto capital of the Decepticon cause. Um, it looks... It has different architecture from Icon. Icon was very, like, you know, you guys were nearby because of the arc. It had very rounded, tron-lined buildings, speedways everywhere. Kaon's a little blockier. It has, like, clustered together skyscrapers and, like, trios or tetra groups 
that uh, have moats around them, and there's like very like armored overpasses going through the whole city, and uh, burned out, dried out, cracked moats kind of around the whole uh, uh, plate of Kaon, where there used to be like molten steel or like slag running through to keep the city heated up and uh, powered through geothermals. That's all long gone now, though. You know, the ground cracked and swallowed it up, and it all cooled into slag. So, yeah, you guys uh, hit one of those covered uh, motorways and drive your way into Kaon. And um, kind of, not on the outskirts, you know, it's, it's in the, it's in kind of the, the inner area. You know, what would be like a, like a place you put like hospitals and museums and cultural centers. Uh, you eventually approach the Shrine of Rust, the, the Kaon Burial Tomb, um, which is this big mega city one style building like art it, it's very art deco actually like big blocky sharp squares going up with like rounded uh, uh carvings into it and like statues of like cybertronians of old holding up like icons and symbols from old empires um you know once polished now kind of tarnished and stripped of materials and this place looks like it was a fortress naturally before the war and before it was like inhabited but there's clear signs of habitation. Like, there are gun emplacements, there are holes in it. Um, you know, you can see that there are fire lines. And uh, every once in a while you can see flyers, like, moving around, uh, doing a perimeter. And off on the horizon, you know, other side of Kaon, you see the warship. Hasn't moved in yet. You got here before uh, Tarantulas can come here. So, that is the scene. You and your fellowship have approached the Shrine of Rust, which you know is inhabited by the Septic. Take it away. Okay. Should we go say hello? I think it'd be best if I stay inside. <laughs> Just say. At least at first. Just saying. Well, I guess we can go in, say hi, see what lives here still. I'll uh, flip up to the main doors. Big, imposing doors, like like cathedral-like almost. You know, again, that brutal Art Deco kind of stuff. Um, yeah, you, the, there's a flyer up top. Like, uh, it looks like a jet. Like, oh. like a Decepticon jet that's just, like, kind of hovering about. I'll go up to him. Oh, it starts dogfighting. Like, it starts, like, taking evasive action when you approach and tries to gain distance from you. It's fast. I will perform the aerial maneuvers that, uh... The universal I'm... greeting? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, yeah, you do some tricks with smoke lines and stuff. And uh, it starts to follow you and do the same as well from its position far away and starts to approach you. On like, okay. a, like a parallel run. Uh, I'll go into hovering and stay stationary. And just wait. Okay. Uh, yeah, it'll like... Pull up and hover, and he'll transform. It's a it's a big red Cybertronian jet, um, and yeah, when it transforms, it's like you know there's that same Cybertronian blockiness to it, red and silver, um, Autobot coloration almost it looks like, but with a clear Decepticon uh, shield on the cockpit, which becomes his chest cavity. Um, his head has a mono sort of almost like a binocular eye style to it, like one big sweeping visor, but it's you know rounded and bubbled out, uh, and he has a mouth. You know, he has a mouth. 
And like these weird little head things that look like little guns. So look up a Veritech fighter from Robotech. That's what he looks like. So when I leveled up, I took a friendly face, which means that as long as I act friendly, anyone who's not actively hostile towards me also treats me as a friend. All right. So yeah, he transforms and he's hovering with like his jets on the on his back and arms and his feet that you know you can just fly in robot mode. Good day, little mate. Hey, greetings. How's it going? Yeah, could be better. Could be better. End of the world, no? Yeah, that is a bit of a downer. But still, it's an opportunity for adventure. Yeah, 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 no, no, but yeah, yeah, but no, but no, no. Uh, what can I do you for? What you, what's going on? You, you seem to be just uh, out and lost. A little, uh, oh, you brought a tank. Uh, yeah, I'm here with some friends. We have some pressing information for your community. Uh, real top secret stuff. Things you're probably going to want to know real soon. Sounds good. Sounds good. No, I'm noticing a lack of a uh, lack of a shield on you, bud. Yeah, I'm. I'm not really uh, super built for combat. I'm more built for reconnaissance and scouting. Small, fast, agile. Oh, shield! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was oh, <cute>. buddy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. You got it. Uh, well, I'm an LV. You know. I uh, level. Level one? No, we're. How are you doing, um, little buddy? <coughs> we're uh, we're 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 diplomats and 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 traders. We stayed out of the whole war thing. Oh, oh, I had a friend like that once. Yeah, yeah, he was offline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of my people were also offline. I bet you know you didn't pick a side, so both would shoot at you. Yeah. That's how it goes when you're neutral in a race war. Yeah, that is, uh, that is, that has some truth to it. All right, all right, all right. Well, uh... So, is there, like, a community leader we could speak to? Ooh, well, you know, it depends on how, what, who you ask. Um, you know, uh, it might be the doctor, uh, could be our guardian, uh, could be the, the, the cleric. I don't really know. It's hard. We haven't really... Divided into a leadership role yet? We didn't want to all shoot each other. Do they get along? Oh, yeah. You know. Is there any chance we could get them all in a room together? Oh, yeah. We don't do uh, we don't do that very often. You know, just uh, in case someone has a bomb. If there was a pressing threat to the community, I'm sure we could figure something out. Why don't you uh, head on out of the war machine and uh, come on inside? I'll intro you. You seem friendly <coughs> enough. How many more of the little uh, little fireflies do you got on you? Sorry, what? How many more of the little firefly buddies do you got on you? Oh, it's it's just me and my drone uh, and my protege. Is a is a two two wheeler. He's not a flyer. Oh, it's two wheeler. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's an interesting life. Choice. And uh, then the um... he has the Autobot symbol on him. The uh, two wheeler. Yeah, only yeah, robot mode though. Oh, okay. yeah. Because in stealth mode, he's like a stealth bomber. <laughs> um, I have friends who are two wheelers. And uh, oh, how do I describe Necronomicon? Uh, Necronom. <laughs> uh, well, let's just say I have one friend who you just you kind of have to meet him. Um, and then there's the giant. Uh, Wait, what? Where, who's the giant? I, I gesture at the... The, the tank? The Energon yeah. Harvester? <laughs> is he inside the Energon Harvester? Oh, no, he, he is the Energon Harvester. Oh. Right, right. But no. 
and then there's a then there's a, a pair of wreckers, uh, but they're shy. What? You want to spring that by me again, mate? I might have had an auditory interference from uh, EM from flying. Build up static on the hull. You know how it is. Yeah. Uh, no, there's there's two wreckers inside, but don't worry. They're they're cool. They're cool. They actually just saved a bunch of Decepticons. Like for dinner? No, no, no. They 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 saved them from being slaughtered. So they could torture it? No, no. Just just out of the goodness of their hearts. The war is over. Kind of looks out of the <laughs> blasted apocalypse scape and the worship in the sky. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, I have, I have, I have, we have some Autobots, so, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure they'll find a, a place. And do any of you guys have companions? Uh, no. So many. Oh. <laughs> Dive bomb. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll run through the list. I mean, I'll... I'll... You'll, you'll give, like, a personnel registry? Yeah. So there's no, su- there's no surprises. Swarm of Insecticons. Ah, they're like little drone monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're tools. Put them in a box. <laughs> Glass anyways, box. Like I said, we have we have some urgent, urgent news. So uh, the sooner we could meet with your triumvirate, the better. Alright. Alright. He uh he like kind of lands with you, like in front of the the building, and he uh, he'll go in front of one of the scanners, like it has a Decepticon symbol on it, and the eyes do the whole scan thing. Welcome, Seeker Jetfire. And like, it does that Teletran voice you remember from uh, the Wrecker City. That universal city voice that seems to, a lot of the tech has when it's connected to the Teletran network. Okay. He goes up to a panel. Hey, yeah, yeah, no, it's Jetfire. Yeah, I did my patrol. Was pretty good, you know. Did some, pulled some G's. You know how it is. You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got, uh, we got some people outside. Uh, just, just hanging out, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, no, no, they're Decepticons, yeah, well, some of them are, you know, some of them are on the line, yeah, I know, it's a hard sell, but, uh, if it helps, the biggest one's a Decepticon, and he's as big as an Energon hauler. No, 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 that, that, that's like a transport, a transport's only like, you know, three four-wheelers long, no, no, a hauler. Yeah, yeah, just like from the Ark Siege, yeah, yeah. No, he is that. No, he hasn't transformed yet. He's he's kept his weapons down. And I should also point out there might be some Autobots on board. No, 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 no. Get <laughs> Ambulon to look at them just to make sure. And some of them might be rackets. I, I know, I know, I know. We'll have Drift take a look at them. He's got an eye for it. I don't think that's appropriate to be saying over the comms. <laughs> okay. You know, you're really putting me in a heart. Okay. All right. All right. I'll... All right. Fine. 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 I love you too. <laughs> and you guys just hangs up. Adorable. Okay, uh, just, uh, you know, they're going to be coming out. Uh, we don't usually like to bring people inside until we give them a look over, so, you know, I'm sure you understand. There is a war going on. Uh, you know, Decepticons fight their endless war to put down the fascist Autobot forces. Fair enough. You know, uh, going on for many, 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 many millions of ticks. Or, I guess, trillions of ticks. Millions of cycles. Decacycles? I wasn't really a math person when I was part of the Science Council. I was more of a aeronautics. <sighs> the precautions are, are reasonable. Yeah. Um, two four-wheelers come out. Uh, one of them is clearly in the same vein as like a uh, sports car, like, like a fast, tuned-up sports car. 
with like Decepticon markings on it and like sharp angles and like, uh, uh, what do you call them? Spoilers, you know, those fins and stuff. Uh, another one looks like, oh, no, no, one four wheeler and one robot comes out. Uh, four wheeler transforms, large, imposing, obviously decode after a samurai uh, Decepticon with like a Decepticon uh, shield like on one part of his chest cavity that has like slashes over it and stuff. Uh, he looks pretty worn down, and those spoilers and parts of his car form turn into katanas, like big fucking katanas that like have like a vibrate to them. They're fiber weapons. Uh, and the robot that comes out is a the the blandest looking Autobot you've ever seen. Like, big, <laughs> blocky, super blocky. Has an Autobot symbol on him, and is red and white, and has ambulance symbols on him. Do you guys all come out of the war machine? Yes. Just a war machine transform. Well, as long as, you know, the breakout goes out, yeah, I do transform back. Ah, yee. Oh, scrap. All right, well, let's uh, let's get introductions over. Uh, who wants to go first? I'm Flutter. And... Of... Of me. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I guess because you're, I guess because you're nomads, you wouldn't have an of. I mean, you could have your tribe or your peoples and so on. That's true. All right. Well, I'm Jetfire of Trypticon Station. I'm a seeker and part of the Astrophysics Science Council, or was before it blew up. I'm Smash of Nowhere, and I'm Grab of Nowhere. The, uh, the samurai. I'm, uh, I am Drift of Kaon. I am Necronom of Egan 4. Uh, the red and white guy. I'm Ambulon of, um, of the Battle of Light Pass. So he's on T.O. line, right? Yeah. It's cute that you can do that. But, like, to clarify, because my character is stuff. Like, shortly after they were made, they were, like, kidnapped and brought to be experimented, so... Pick if they have a city name, or if they have, like, a battle name. Figure it out. Like, right. or, yeah. something. I, I or maybe they choose nowhere. Yeah. Oh, of the war for Cybertron. Would be a fucking ostentatious name. <laughs> That'd be an ostentatious as fuck name for an MTO. <laughs> I was an MTO. Anyway, uh... Multiplex of the Firstborn. Uh, I think that's all of them. Yeah, there were three yep. from here. And you guys. Yep. yep. All right, we're all friends. We're all good. We're all introduced. Uh, everyone else starts introducing themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what can we uh, What can we do you for, mates? Well, first of all, we brought a, a gift for your fair city. Is it a gesture of goodwill? Everyone's slowly reaching for their gun arms. <laughs> they don't have guns in them. They're, your arms turn into guns, but everyone's yeah. slowly making that motion. Stressed out. You can see circuit. You can see like facial muscles tensing. Uh, I'm gonna put down the case of Energon that I got from when I went to Hardshell. <laughs> you sold it to Hardshell. Yeah. And uh, just push that forward. Drift. Could you give that Oculus pack down me? <laughs> we just don't want to be too careful. You know, don't wanna, don't wanna look a gift shipment in the in the uh, in the uh, tailpipe. But you know, just wanna check. Drift looks up. He puts his hand. He puts his hand to his uh, to his eyes. Like he has like a samurai shogun mask for a face. It's very uh, 
It's very weird. It's very weird. Don't know how I feel about it. But he does it, and uh, he kind of just stares at it. It's safe. Good, good women made on the ocular pat down. Perfect, 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 perfect. Well, Ambulon, why don't you uh, load that all up and amble your way over uh, to our storehouse? <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. That's me. He just kind of, he just kind of starts like he, he has like a dolly and he starts lifting up onto a dolly, kind of lean it back and starts kind of calling it back into the building. We're tense. Tense. Everyone's tense. Everyone's tense. I meant like my me and my other me and the two cyber foxes. Cyber pets. Turbo fox. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, but yeah. Turbo foxes. I, I don't know if they can talk. Oh yeah, they can. People. Right? Fucking uh, Ravage can talk. Okay, makes sense. So can Rat Bat. And they probably introduce themselves as well. I don't know what they're of. Yeah. <laughs> I'll figure that shit out later. Either I said something or I didn't. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what? Uh, you bring us gifts. You're all friendly. No one's opened fire yet. 65 uh, Mega Cycle Year War. Uh, not re-sparking. Seems pretty good. Uh, let me go over the objective list for this meeting. Uh, gifts. Introductions. Did not restart Great Planet Destroying War. I think that's a pretty good agenda uh, for this introduction. So uh, anyone else have anything to table before we... Uh, move on. We bring a, war a warning of someone who intends to uh, continue this war. Okay, everyone tenses up. <laughs> this is an excellent lead into us murder. <laughs> <laughs> Have any of you heard of Tarantulas? Has uh, he made any announcements around here? It's hard to miss. He's boisterous and loud. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, Drift is like, I'm afraid I've not. And Andalon comes back. Oh, who? Tarantulas? Ah, scrap. Have you heard of the following war criminals? And then I'll list off each one of the ones that he just freed. Ah, scrap. Guess who's coming here? <laughs> At least half of them. Ah, scrap. Likely to pull you back into the war as, uh, you know, disposable soldiers. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, good, 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 good. But no, we don't want we don't wanna do that. And what did he say he was going to do? He said he was going to exhume, exhume the shrines? Oh, yes, likely defile the... That uh, uh, cannot be allowed to happen. This is sacred ground. Yeah. Even the Autobots would not defile this place. I'll do the little, like, my, Star uh, Wars holographic. Like, fry squint? And I'll, like, replay him. The, the whole that. fucking insanity scene? Not, not the whole thing, just the part where he goes, like, and we'll exhume... Yeah, I'm so fucking googly yeah. eyed <laughs> Yeah. Is rife with madness. That's what I said. He must be put down, unfortunately. And if he is to believe, to be believed, if he comes here with these war criminals, then it is for the best of all of us that we stop him here and now. All right, all right. Come on, let's all come inside, then. Except for you, big guy. I mean, those doors are pretty much my size. They're just crawling in. <laughs> they actually are. Oh, I don't know whose voice that was. Oh, I guess that was Ambulance. I didn't realize you were trying to do an Australian accent at first. <laughs> I thought it was... I thought it was like a black turkey. accent. What? Yeah, it sounded <laughs> yeah. like a black accent. That's why I was like halfway through like the first sentence. I was like... <laughs> oh, no, I'm doing... Less... Um, 
It really Jetfire is. has an Australian accent. I'm doing the <laughs> New Zealand Australian accent from Flight of the Concords. It uh, it it strays into <laughs> like really racist. Oh shit! It's the captain. <laughs> Yeah. It was that. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, my pitch got, got ticked like Koran from. I got eventually that it was supposed to be Australian, I but did. at first I was like, oh. We'll let the me. audience decide when they hear this episode. No, wait. Are we Irish? I figured I'd mention it just because you know Christ. everyone else. He used the it. word mate. No, I know that's that's when I eventually got that it was supposed to be Australian, but oh, he's boy. a space Australian. Oh boy, it sounded like you were really putting on a racist voice there, and I was like. I mean, it is to Australians and New Zealands, but they're on a prison colony, so they don't count. <laughs> You're such a punk. <laughs> you can't be racist against prisoners. Oh my god. Wolf cop. Wolf cop? Oh my god. Love wolf cop. Yeah. So yeah, audience, tell us how racist that accent was. No, it's just Australian, mate. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, seriously. Do I have to talk about Cyber Vegemite? <laughs> yes, actually. Sons of bitches. All right, well, let's all uh, let's all head inside. It's high pitched. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Ambulon is like, all right, let's uh, yeah, let's, let's yeah. reconvene inside. We'll get the crew together. Huh. Do you have any uh, questions while this awkward walk inside happens? Um, how many guns are trained on me? Not as many as you'd think inside. This uh, this place doesn't look really heavily fortified. Like a lot of the pla- things that are placed up in like sniper posts and stuff, uh, they're dummies, or they're like bodies, like in stasis lock. They probably run with the expectation that no one's gonna bomb a sanctuary like this. Mm-hmm. Most of the guns are on the outside. It's like how you don't bomb. Hospitals. I mean, the ones outside that are like coming from the inside and stuff, mm-hmm. like those aren't armed. Mm. Can I uh, activate my sensor suite to look closely? Yeah. What are you looking closely for? Like, what do you? What do you well, I want to. I want to ask some of the questions. Ah. Go for it. Roll. First roll of the session. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I get to ask three. I think. Oh, I actually have a hospital theme from Band of Brothers. Uh, so first, I want to ask, what will happen if I detach my drone and let it fly around the city? Probably nothing. Okay. Um, is something hidden or out of place? Yeah, this place is a giant Aztec Egyptian tomb. So, if so, what looks suspicious? Um, Amulon suspicious. Amulon suspicious. It's something really off weird. It's, it's also really weird that he's an Autobot just hanging out. But... Well, I, I was gonna yeah. put more detail in as you came on inside. Oh yeah, yeah. of course. Uh, tell me about the defensive systems. What are they doing? They have none. No defensive systems? Nope. No soldiers either, except for some of the named characters. Yeah. Interesting. This place is completely undefended. Okay. Um, yeah. I will detach my drone and send it around to do a full scan of the area while we're heading to the Sure. Meeting. So as you're going in, yeah, there's <coughs> big statue, sarcophagus-style, like, lining walls, like, like, you know, bookshelves, basically. Like, racks and racks of statues. Uh, of Cybertronians, like, in armor with, like, knight swords and maces and weaponry. Old Cybertronian architecture. Uh, that kind of faceless, you know, Russian, you know, start of the Cold War propaganda art style, too, where they're, like, faceless, like, you know, Baroque figures holding up the world. Larger than life. Yeah, big, larger than life, like, you know, huge, imposing figures. And, like, each one of these are, like, lead into, like, uh, sepulchers and sarcophagi and stuff. 
for like old soldiers and old Cybertronians of note. Uh, and yeah, a lot of this place has been converted into a mash, like a mobile ambulance hospital. Like this place is full of injured uh, Cybertronians that are like either like being worked on or recovering or convalescing. Um, or, you know, parts of the, the tomb have been, like, opened up and, like, <coughs> excavated, and instead of, like, like burial plates for people, it's just racks and racks of stasis, of people that have been put in there and put into stasis. Uh, you seem to have a lot of wounded here. Ambulons, uh, speaks up. Well, where else would we put them? Where do they come from? We find them. Jetfire and, uh, and some of the others go out and try to find them and bring them back. We see, we can bring online who we can. Energon tap those that are too far gone and put them into deep stasis. Try to pass on energy that you can use it. Hmm. It's been a mess. We've been running low on resources for mega cycles. If we could bring you more energon, would you be able to help some of these people? We could stabilize some of the seriously injured who are suffering, suffering like personality degradation, <coughs> uh, internal like cyber organ damage, uh, fed off some of the more Verulean trench uh, trench infections they picked up from you know cybernetic warfare, but we need space. We need resources. It's it's a losing battle. What kind of resources, if not energon? Uh, he's looking around. Power. We can always use more guns. We could always use prosthetics. We need probably to crack a whole war cache to to. There's a few stuff. people here that are uh, that have special converters that were built for the war. They can only accept certain frequencies of tuned energon. Caches we don't have anymore. Have you scavenged the nearby city for anything? As dry as we can scavenge it. We found. Last time we hit a cache, we found 300 soldiers in a bunker all bleeding out. Seems you're taking on uh, refugees more than you're taking on supplies. That's... It's all we got. Yep. Can't just leave them up there to rust. Compassionate of you. There's not really else you can do at this point. Just wait out the apocalypse. Hmm. There used to be more of us, but they've all had to go into stasis. There's not enough energy for them. It's me, Gearshift, Rhinox, Inferno, Drift, and Jetfire. <sighs> okay, well, it seems like we know what we need to do to get this place at least somewhat defended. We need Everyone's looking at the giant walking through. Like, there's, like, wounded and stuff. Like, again, World War II veterans hospital. Like, people that have been just taken apart by the war. Uh, just, you know, in beds, on stretchers, in those little alcoves <coughs> that bodies are in. Just kind of, like, as if they're bunk beds now. Just staring as you're walking by with empty, you know, dimly lit visors. You guys have, like, Tron lines going across you and stuff. Like, this is how Cybertronians do a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. All these people, they're just dim, like, flickers or, like, like a fluorescent light bulb that's going dead. Because even with the supplies we have on hand, they won't save that many. So we need a proper cachet in order to have hope of defending this place. Even if we stay behind, that might not be enough against a full and onslaught. So we need them up and out, operational. There just isn't, uh, this is drift. There just isn't enough energon left on the planet. Well, maybe not on the surface, but deeper down. <laughs> more ancient source. We've, we've lost people trying to delve deeper into Canaan. 
Fair enough. Well, we'll be the only hope here. But yeah, uh, eventually the other uh, Cybertronians here. So there are three Decepticons, three Autobots that basically run this place. Yep. Uh, there's Drift. He's the samurai race car. Jetfire, who's the Seeker that looks like a Veritech fighter. Inferno, uh, who is a big garbage truck uh, alt mode looking guy, like a big hauler, but he is strapped down and heavily modified himself, so he is red and orange with flames everywhere. And uh, the, the the hauler aspect of him is a giant, uh, uh, like, altered Energon tank, and he's just gouting flames out of his back. He's, uh, he's redone his face to look like the Decepticon symbol if it was a face. Complete with, like, fangs and stuff when he talks. Gosh. <laughs> uh, on the Autobot side, there's Ambulon, who is clearly a doctor. Ambulon. Uh, Gearshift, who is uh, one of those bumblebee-looking scouts, like those small little, you know, guys. Um, and Rhinox, who's an animal. Like, he's just this big, machine-looking, uh, like, beast of burden. He also has a robot mode, where he looks like Rhinox from Beast Wars. <laughs> but more sharp and chrome. I'm gonna... flutter over to Necronom, and just kind of whisper on a tight beam transmission yeah. that only we can hear. Uh, keep your eye on Ambulon. There's something off about that guy. Will do. If I can get him alone, I'll see what I can get out of him. Anyway, they all get together and they all start talking amongst themselves, bringing stuff up, tabling stuff. All right, all right, all right everyone, everyone, come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay, so we are having a, a meeting of the uh, Shrine of Rust. Uh, let's table the agenda. So first agenda, we're all going to die. <laughs> uh, there is a Decepticon warship just outside, and it is full of uh, hardened Decepticon war criminals. That's right, the ones we labeled war criminals. Uh, and they're here to kill and eat us. So that's, that's Mark 1. Mark 2, um, gear shift. We need to talk about scheduling uh, patrols and uh, overly fraternizing on the comm systems. It's not appropriate. Makes people uncomfortable. And uh, we'll table in one of those points our friends that have showed up. All right, let's call a roll call. He starts calling the roll call. Everyone here adds you guys in, calls himself. He's like, and I am present, of course. So who wants to, uh, who wants to start? Let's focus on the what we can do for you so that we don't die in a hellfire when Tarantulas appears, which is probably very soon. Mmm. This is Rhinox. We can't possibly take everyone out of the tomb. We have too many wounded in stasis lock. Leaving this place is out of the question. He'll get what he wants if he gets here, so we have to defend this place. Running is agreed, not an option. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, point... He has that giant warship. We also have a giant warship. Yeah, a little smaller than the warship, a little bigger than us. Well, this place has always been a fortress, so 
Tracking it will be a problem, even for a warship. Yeah, but, but uh, how many of you can fly? Yeah, that's you, that's me. I'm going to take roll, me, you, some of the extras. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if he, uh, even if he could fly, it would be still a war of attrition. I think he'd win that with his swarms and so on. So, yes, again, we need some way of repelling that thing. So we need to again, scavenge something to help prepare people. Artillery. That too. Are there any caches that you have failed to recover, but you know the location of? Hmm. You said that you have lost men or defined them. I assume there are some areas that you've not. There is the beast. No, yeah, 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 but no, but no, we shouldn't, uh, let's, uh, let's table that to the, to the newcomers, the interlopers, and let's all bring that up. What's, uh, what's the beast? Everyone starts rolling their optics. Rhinox believes there to be a super predator nearby. Uh, we untombed it from the Shrine of Rust when we settled in, and it has been harassing us. We think that it is a old Cybertronian weapon of some sort. Oh, is it like a Predacon? He just kind of stares in the middle distance. How big is it? We've never seen it, only the damage it's caused. Huh. What manner of damage? They're like bringing you to a part of the shrine where the walls have been blown apart, and it's a little bit smaller than multiplex, but not by much. Uh, and there's like scorch marks everywhere, and there's holes in the ground. Oh. That would probably fit some maybe Predacon combiner. It did this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Towards way out. Towards way out? Yeah. So it was in here before? Yeah, yeah, in the lower levels. Past the, uh, past the, uh, the, the, the seals. Is that where it came from? I guess. So the question is, was it entombed here, or was it nesting here? If we go down there, we may find out if it's what it is. It may allow us to track it better. Hmm. How is this going to help us against uh, Tarantulas? Unless we can turn it against him, but if it's I just mean, one... Hmm. Why did you bring it up as a <coughs> option, uh, as a cachet option? Rhinox kind of just uh, adjusts himself. He's, he's sitting down, kind of like stoically. <coughs> I have uh, meditated on the nature of this place in the time we have spent here. There's little else to do. And I find that the, the, the connection between this tomb and the beast uh, are intimately linked. It serves a purpose. It's a guardian left by the ancients. It has a protective soul that has been driven mad by its time of isolation. If we could uh, capture it and bring it to bear against invaders, it would act as the sacred guardian it had always been set up as by the ancients. Well, right. Yeah, that's, that's Rhinox talking about his um, spiritualism, which is not appropriate for a workplace meeting. Um, <laughs> just, just pointing that out, you know? That's not all we will respect his beliefs. And his Zen-like Buddhism? Not something we're going to take as fact here. 
Well, something's causing the damage. Yeah, big monster. Escaped. Happens all the time in Kaon, Decepticon City. You just get used to war machines running amok. I would highly suggest we go down there to examine his claim. If there, if if it is a guardian, then it must have some kind of charging chamber, some kind of housing unit. I mean, if it was intended to live here, some of the architecture or decor might reflect it. Indeed. Um, probably we'll find some place that's missing a giant statue that has a nice imprint of what it was. Maybe even on the walls. Some people like putting them under the leaves, you know. Never expect them coming. Yeah, well, let's have a look. You guys are going to go down and investigate? Yep. <laughs> okay, the hole leads down past many layers of uh, this old tomb. Uh, eventually, it's going to take you down to where the quote-unquote seals are, which are large vault-like doors built to uh, keep the actual contents underneath uh, safe from looters. Fair enough. And it's still sealed, but the exterior area is just covered in damage, and the walls themselves have been uh, taken up and beaten. Hmm. Well, I guess I want to examine and see whether that's something like I recognize. This is an area you can't get into. Oh, <laughs> that's fair. You're too big, and you damage things if you did. Like, you start collapsing some of the floors and stuff. Oh. And okay. kill the sleeping uh, Cybertronians in, cry in deep stasis. Fair enough. I thought it was, like, made for Cybertronians. I think it was gigantic. It, sure. It's big, but if you went in there, you would disturb the area and start, like, killing people they put into stasis. Sure. So I guess I'll see whether I can... Lift it up for all the people to go in. Yeah, you're just staring at all of them as they go on and investigate. So you three, you're heading on in. What? Uh, what is your plan? What kind of information are you looking to gather? What kind of things are you trying to know? Each one of you, think of a goal, and let's see you guys investigate it. Well, uh, like Peter and I said, if it was built to be here as a guardian... There might be like reliefs on the wall that showcase it or similar things around or statues. So I'm going to look for any physical indication that it was originally here. Okay. In like the reliefs or in like the architecture itself or like, uh, cause there yeah. are a few different ways you could determine from that. Which one are you uh, zeroing in on? Um, like you're going to cultural aspect or trying to see if like there's evidence or foreshadowing in here. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, that clearly sounds like a look closely or something. So, yeah. Uh, before we do that, other people ask questions. Or other people uh, tell me what you're looking for. Uh, I would like to survey the damage it's done uh, to figure out what kind of weapons it has and um, like how it attacks, basically. Sure. And Kevin? Or Decadron? I'd like to search the area for anything that might be hidden or out of the way. Alright, all your roll. I think this is all one after another look closely for different things. I'm actually going to do something different. Alright. Since they're both looking closely. Uh, I want to command lore. Okay. And I want to talk to Metroplex because he's also ancient. Multiplex. Not, multiplex. <laughs> And I want him to tell me about his people and how they would have built a defense for this obviously sacred site. Sure, do it. 
uh, after these two make the dice moves. All right, you guys figure out what your moves were. Uh, Peter and, uh, or, I mean, Multiplex and uh, Flutter. So what are we asking? I'm asking you to command lore and yep. tell me about how your people build defenses and guardians and what you know of, like, temple structures and how this would have been done. Because you're, like, yeah. you're super old and you're a Decepticon and if they would have built guardians. And if so, what would they have been like? Well, I'm going to say that... Probably, if it's meant to be there for a long time and be impressive, that it was part of the architecture slash art. So it'd have, you know, large depictions of some like ancient battles or depicting history of the Decepticons. And part of those reliefs would be actual little Decepticons sitting there waiting. So, you know, you might be just admiring it, just move past because, oh, this is just art, but it'll just jump at you afterwards. So you probably have, if it came from that place, it'll be just a giant missing hole where something beast-shaped should be. Or it might be multiple, because it might be a combiner, it'll have even more damage potential here. And what kind of guardian would your people have made? Um, probably something based on, like, the Predacons, or, you know, ancient, you know, beasts of old. You know, something to strike fear and you know, say, oh, we're like these things, or we've slain the you know, other beasts in the past. So, evoking that imaginary there. Would they have made it intelligent, or would it be bestial? Um, I think it would be intelligent, because, you know, I think we're more about, you know, bringing people up to the quality and not like, oh, your form doesn't, doesn't confer your purpose, so not just a beast to meant to defend it. You're a natural person that's, you know, tasked with defending this. Yeah, he might not have actually been, like, made yeah. for this place. He might just been a guy who's like, I'm going to protect this place. Yeah, <laughs> this is my sacred duty. <coughs> I'll take on this form. Cool. It's all good to know. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I just have to go that. He felt, okay, I need to go and rest. This is, you know, tool for me. So he just, like, entombed himself there alive. And, you know, took that as a duty, like, you know, to A, have a rest for himself, and B, maybe be close to his war buddies or other people that he cared about. Well, that information is definitely going to help us find him. Yep. Alright, and you two? Well, I got 12, so over 10. Okay. Uh, so you basically can ask, like, three questions. It doesn't necessarily have to be from the list, so what do you want to pitch at me? Is something hidden or out of place? If so, well, it's suspicious. Uh, if something's hidden or out of place, um, yes, there are a multitude of <coughs> hidden machinery and uh, um, like like engines and stuff hidden in this chamber uh, on the vault seal. What will happen if I activate them? Uh, you can't activate them without a key of some sort. Okay. Does it look like there's a area where I can insert a key? The vault door itself seems to have some weird designs on it that looks like it would um, like unlock if the right like tools put into it. All right. And as for hidden stuff, uh, some of the architecture in here has been covered up. You can tell now that you're looking. This place has been plastered over. Not recently, but it has been. All right. So I'm going to carefully start removing the parts that are plastered over. So this isn't so much a tomb to dead Cybertronians uh, as it was originally pitched, as much as this was a temple to Adaptus. 
Uh, Adaptus was one of the first five uh, in Cybertronian uh, theology, theology, I guess. Uh, one of the five fingers of the hand of, um, you know, Cybertron, like Primus, the original, uh, who was the master of change and shape, the Lord of Change. He is represented in Cybertronian, uh, I, what, is the word secular, or what's the other word? The word that means, like, religious circles. I don't know. I think it's secular, right? No, secular, no, secular is, the is the opposite. Really? Yeah, secular yeah. means not religious. I don't think secular. Is antonym. <laughs> I guess it's religious. Whatever. Or spiritual. Yeah, like he he is represented by the T-Cog, the organ that lets Cybertronians, you know, change. He's the change lord. So, he's also like a demon god, too, uh, in religion. He turned against the other four and started the original war that uh, ravaged the world, uh, culminating in the destruction of Luna One. Also, it was destroyed, was it? <laughs> That's what some people say. They take the obvious route here. An angry demon god blew it up. It's not rocket science. It's not there anymore. Angry demon god. One fifth all no one fifth Yahweh. <laughs> so that's the kind of secret. This place is like a big temple to him. Hmm. Okay. Alright. Breakout. I wanna know what kind of weapons it has. And basically figure out from the size, the kind of attacks, and what kind of weapons it has, how it would attack so we can form some kind of battle plan before we get there. Okay, uh, so this thing is huge, uh, and it seems to be an energy weapon user. Like, there's burning scorch marks all over this place. Um, different from the Decepticon Warp Cannon from the first adventure you had, um, the way the metal is twisted and warped, and the way your sensors are going, because you have a sensor suite, uh, there are high levels of, like, stellar radiation all over this place. Huh. Huh. That's really weird. I don't know what to make of that. Yeah. <clears throat> and what was your second question? Um, I basically just want to know how it would be attacking, so we can figure out how we should approach it. Uh, it looks like it uses brute force and overwhelming firepower. It's like an artillery weapon. Okay. Speed is probably, uh, Yeah. Uh, did anyone else have anything? You want me to pool together info you've put together? Yeah. Alright. So, this thing was some sort of, like, ancient ritual beast that was protecting this tomb from invaders. Uh, it looks like when they settled above, they and the war itself kind of woke it up and it went loose. Uh, it is very likely from the, the vast reliefs and the imagery that you're looking at here that this thing is what is known in ancient Cybertronian lore as a sun crusher. Fucking what? The ancients would harvest the stars and put them inside their guardians to use as a power and weapon source. Alright, that's Gosh. awesome. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, 
just based on kind of how this all looks, it looks like this thing is the key to opening the vault. Yeah, I was thinking that it's the Vector Sigma situation right here, that you need the Guardian to open it's, the It's a recurring theme in Cybertronian architecture. Yeah. Well, let's go find the Guardian. We know where it went. Well, we know it went out. But yeah, probably wouldn't be that far from this place. Okay. Okay, well, we have now moved into the challenge of the night. A proper challenge. Okay, we're back. So, uh, I have set up a set piece for this. I have, it's called The Hunt. So, we start in the dire need phase. There's a beast on the loose that is a danger, and you guys need to kill or capture it. So, the first thing we do um, is we define it. It's the Sun Crusher. A loose, ancient uh, war machine of some sort. Uh, okay. I want each one of you players, or I guess your characters, to put forward a rumor that you might have heard of these types of creatures, and I will choose which ones are true. They leak radiation. They leak radiation. Let me write that down. They leak radiation. Who's next? They have a limited number of shots before they have to recharge. Shots. They consume the fallen to uh, recharge. Eat the dead for power. Well, that's fucked. <laughs> and they tend to attack with the sun behind their back to not be seen. Okay. Use the sun for stealth. Alright! Decide if you're true. So, that's the one thing. One prize. There is the sun crusher. Getting it, killing it, capturing it, taming it, that is the objective. Yep. The Sun Crusher is hidden, it's good at hiding, it's hard to find, and it's mysterious. The second phase of this are many hunters. You guys are out here hunting, um, and there are going to be people from Tarantulus's force here to try and track it down. Um, so I'm going to just define this out here. When you're in the prowl phase, which is searching for the beast, the hunters are not going to be automatically antagonistic towards you because they're looking for the beast, and most of them understand how fucking dangerous this is. Um, when you move to the hunting phase, that is going to change because they're not going to let you fucking take their prize. So you could potentially work together with them. What do what you will. So... This uh, phase here, the, the prowl, we're going to go and searching for it, has custom moves that you can use. Um, there are three of them. Um, there's lay in wait, follow the trail, and place bait. So you can try to ambush, you can try to track it, you can try to bait it. You can only do one of these moves in this hunt during this phase. And you can only do it individually if you separate. If you're together, you're only doing one move. So splitting the party. Just gonna say, I am really, really good at ambushing. <laughs> and also, I still have that, uh, I have that Widow's Kiss ability, so if I do damage to this thing and we capture it, we can just paralyze it and bring it back. Excellent! And then, you know, fix it. I'm an excellent bait. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so it sounds like we have one bait, one lane weight. Mm -hmm. What about you two? Are you going together? Are you splitting up so you get two more actions? Are you also spinning up so we'll have excellent action? No, no, that's what I meant. Like, it's the, the combiner and split. Yeah. Um, this would be a prime opportunity to use that mechanic. It would, but I get to roll with whole points together. Come on, bud. 
fine. Don't ask if it's a, if it's not so, a suggestion. It's a suggestion so we can try out the thing in your playbook where you get to split apart. So which book has this? I'm not telling you so you don't look it up. Okay. I just want to see those moves. <laughs> sure. I'm not telling you. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's split up. <laughs> now, are you all splitting up? Are some people pairing up? What's going on? We got one, two, three, four, five party members. Seems like we're all doing different things, so we might just be totally split up. Well, there's only three options, so... Hmm. Five of you can't do three things. Hmm. So I'm doing the ambush thing, so anyone else who's ambushing... Um... So there's ambush, there's bait, and... Who's the last one? Track. track. Yeah, so who wants to track? Hmm. What do you roll for this shit? Uh, don't worry about that till it comes up. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking what I'd be good at. Because I'm good at fighting, but my uh, int skills basically are negatives or zeros. Then you're not going to really know until it comes up, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, my character would know if I'm really shit at tracking. Are or... they? You define if they're good at tracking or not. I guess I'll go tracking. Alright. So you three are taking one of these moves. Where are your guys going? Who are they teaming up with? Uh I guess one of us will because help if you, with what? Because if you partner up with people, you're not gonna be making the roll. You'll be partnering with people that you have uh bonds with and then they roll with hope. Yeah, so partner with them because you've got bonds with them, because you've already bonded with me. Yeah. Because the dice rolls don't matter. It doesn't matter what your stat is if the person who's good is rolling with hope. So All right. Somebody up with them, and I'll be on my own. Okay. All right. All right. Perfect. So, uh, do you guys want to talk about your plan, about what you're doing in character, set the scene, roleplay-wise? Do we know how roughly this, how roughly large this thing is? Because that'll dictate. Uh... Wait, you can't come in here though. I thought. We're, no, no, we're not. We're not in the oh. tombs anymore. We're yeah. outside. Oh. It's in the surrounding area, causing, like, you know, hiding. Ruckus. They're not going into the tombs, it's outside. That's why, you know, Tarantulas' forces are out there, too. Well, it's probably bigger than a size, what, 7 Transformer? You guys know that it's smaller than Multiplex. Yeah. Because of the holes it left. Yeah. In order to ambush, I want to turn a building into a trap. Okay, how do you want to do that? Okay, so there's kind of corpses around, aren't there? Because uh, it's a wasteland. Uh, this area is surprisingly clean of oh, corpses. Oh, right, they're gathering, though. Well, <laughs> this thing be attracted to, like, Energon, obviously, actually. Cause, uh... Well, you had someone with a large amount of Energon on them at all times. Hmm. So, yeah, I guess before we leave, I, mean, I, I need uh, an Energon store. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Mark off things. some food. Like tons of food. There's tons of food! Hey, there's a lot of food there, too. That's what we're like, you know, three people's food. Jeez. Or one giant. Just a yes. big boy, so... So yeah, I'm gonna... Work on a building, basically, and turn it into something that will... Can turn into a trap, essentially. Okay. Alright, so you're gonna lay, you're gonna lay down food as... Bait! Mm -hmm. <laughs> to bait a trap, alright. The trap is essentially going to be a bunch of spools of resin that, like, when something enters, they're all going to tighten. Mm. Nice. And tangle it up and kind of lift it off the ground. Okay. 
Uh, all right, that's perfect. So to lay this trap, roll plus grace. Plus grace. And which one of these guys is with you? One of me. Yeah, which one? Smash. Smash is with you. So you and Smash set this trap. A bunch of energy on for the monster. That says you both have connection with each other. Bond, you roll with hope. Excellent. Uh, this fits into my agenda really well as well. Does that do anything, or is that just no, a role just play just thing? How you're supposed to role play the character, what you're supposed to go the for. Six is fun. Love the oh. oh my god, I keep grabbing them. I yeah. got a 30. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much, you always have, should have your agenda in mind to always follow it. Six, seven, eight. No. Two bad. Oh yeah. Seven plus your grace, yeah. Yes. Okay, so eight. All right. Uh, and now let's go, so I'll, I'll tell you the results in a moment. I'm just going to try and grab everything at once. Mm -hmm. uh, so flutter and grab. Yep. Flutter and grab, what are you up to? So I am going to tamper with my energon reserves so that they start leaking. And then... God. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're like, baby birds. Cut your palm and put it along the wall. So I will Second also... episode in a row, someone has done that. Block off some food. Um... You're an injured prey, little baby bird. And then I will just flutter around uh, in the area. Making noise. Oh, and try yeah. to I will cat. actually broadcast the same rhythmic chanting pulse that we heard in the background when uh, Tarantulas was giving his speech. Okay. Uh, the one of like the energy in the machines. I don't know if it'll sure. do anything or no, recognize it, but yeah. Oh, whoa, it's me. I'm such an injured person. <laughs> All right, so placing bait is plus courage. You roll with hope because you got grab with you. Okay. Are you supposed to tell us which of those rumors are true? No. That's wow, the beauty dude. of it. <laughs> Seven. So I got nine. Nine? Okay. And multiplex. So, so you're following him and you're helping him look all beat up and pray. Well, uh, well, Multiplex, what are you up to? Well, I guess me and Dive Bomb are going to you know, walk around the city, look for the tracks, see the telltale signs of something you know, massive moving through. Yeah, you're big enough that you get a perspective that other people don't. And again, I would Dive Bomb with me, which would be less, you know, slowly yeah. flying overhead. You get that perspective. Yep. Okay. Uh, Alright, go for it. Um, yeah, that's with, um, sense. Uh, seven. Okay. All right, let me pause. All right, we are back. I'm going to cut first, then, uh, to flutter and grab. Flutter and grab, you're doing bait and stuff, and then, all of a sudden, you start to hear movement around you. Metal shifting. What do you do? Stick to the plan. Where are you in this? Uh, I think I'm being in the shadows to make sure that, you know, he doesn't actually get got. Alright. Flutter, you're, uh, you're turning a corner, and all of a sudden there, purple and black, cool as ice, Counterpunch is pulling his pistol out on you. You're a little small to be hanging out in this area of Kaon. Wouldn't want to get caught in a bug zapper. So nice of you to look out for me. Someone has to look out for the little guy so they don't get stepped on. Love delivery all the way through. 
commitment. <laughs> Tracking an energon leak around here. Thought we wounded the creature. Turns out what? Cut yourself on a soldering iron? Where are your friends? Oh, they're around. Maybe you didn't cut yourself, though, like a wounded little, uh, a wounded little newborn. Maybe you got some lug nuts in there after all. Bait. He's starting to look around, scanning with his visor. But if you're the bait, where's the hook? Wouldn't you like to know? Wouldn't I? Really, I. <laughs> I really want to shoot this guy right now. So I mean, he's right there. Do it repeatedly. I mean, you got your move of uh, as long as you're friendly, they're friendly too, right? I, unless they're outwardly hostile from the beginning. You know? Do you have a bond yeah. with uh, Counterpunch? No. Uh, then he doesn't automatically have a insane revenge fetish to torture you and make you miserable. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what what does your move? He's open-minded. So, yeah, it's um. They can't be. It doesn't work if they're openly hostile. Ah, he's not openly hostile. He's only holding you at gunpoint. Uh-huh. Okay. I said he's not openly hostile. He's not. He's only holding you at gunpoint. He does that to everyone. No. <laughs> so you're hunting. Oh no! Go, go ahead. You're gonna pull your gun. Yeah. Okay. This is where the cut comes in. You're gonna get body checked, and your gun's on out in your hand. And you hear, "I'm sorry." And you both hear that, like a boom, sir! And he makes a move, he's like, uh-oh. Looks like somebody's hook is capped. You won't be catching any bait today. Your gun's missing. Was it the fox? Presumably. You hear growling and scratching on the distance. Uh, I'm gonna jump from the shadows and stab him. Uh, Counterpunch is already aware you're there, so, like, he's aware that you're around because he heard that. So he's like, he has a gun on you, and, like, his other hand turns into another pistol. Ah, ah, ah. I learned a new trick record. It's magic. Old Cybertronian sorcery. Here. He, uh, throws a gun at you. This is your gun? It's a gun. As soon as he turns to throw a gun to her, I turn invisible. Where does he get all those wonderful gadgets? You're not the only one with magic. Well, I'm going to use the powers of my mind to make that gun disappear the moment you train it on me. I didn't pick up the gun. You didn't? He, like, threw it at me and it, like, it, like, <laughs> it, it just clattered on my chest and fell to the ground. I'm just standing there. If I had eyebrows, they'd be cocked. Is this a standoff? Basically. You're invisible. There's something going on. You're gunless right now. Yeah. I am going to send a whisper on the wind to multiplex. You did it. <laughs> First try. Yeah. Uh, to multiplex. Um, we're in a standoff. They're here tracking the beast, too. Uh, Counterpunch has got a gun on... Smash? Grab. 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 Um, gonna... <laughs> 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 
teleport. Yes, uh, gonna open a space bridge, like, right in his face. Okay, distract him? Yes. Alright, you cause a distraction, you change the scenario. This is keeping him busy, so now you have an advantage. Oh, you would have anyways, because you're invisible. You're but... keep, you guys keep doing that, you keep doubling up on him. <laughs> Double advantage. Double advantage. Uh, I, I'll shoot him. With your gun? Yeah, with my gun. Okay. I'm sorry, I mean, I lost it! And your gun's out of your hand. Well, I'm... I'm in my alt form. Invisible. My gun oh, is, I know! My gun is part of me. It's actually kind of not. Okay. It's, it's a little bit column A, column B. <laughs> also, he's invisible. I know! I'm aware. But it happens. <laughs> I'm aware. Hmm. And when you heard that scream by as your gun just vanishes from your hand. Okay. Play that backwards slower. I, yeah, I was going to say, I rewind the tape, and I watch it slower. Hey, hello, Flutter. You probably don't know me, but I know you. I'm being held hostage by the Decepticons. I'm actually an Autobot. You have to help me a lot. Uh, I'm going to steal your gun now, because if I don't, I'll be killed, and so do people I love. you got to really save me. Get the record to help me out. He knows me. I'm Blur. We have a long history together. I used to be a record, but I didn't quite make the cut. I really enjoy your style and your people, and I respect your neutrality in the war. This is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up a hand grenade. Disguise as a gun. We will cut now that you're in the middle Save of danger. <laughs> okay. If only your gun was a, was a wolf. <laughs> then he'd be like, ah! If only. Mine was! Yeah, he was having problems. The wolf's gonna be trying to walk back to you. You could burn that link thing to make it fetch itself to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we pivot away from this dangerous scenario uh, to Necrodomic Smash. Oh, Nicole again, because you're two characters. All right, you're setting the trap in the building. Mm -hmm. So all the webbing, you have that big energon container. Smash, what are you doing? Like, how are you helping? I don't know, heavy lifting? Anchor points for ley lines and stuff? Hmm. Sure. Yeah, all right. All right, um... As you're doing that, you hear music nearby, like someone's playing a heavy bass song, uh, and you can see like someone's coming down the freeway. I'm gonna lay down a rave in this warehouse. It's occupied. <sighs> but you can see it driving. You got eyes on them before they got eyes on you. All right, binoculars. It is a decked-out muscle car-looking Cybertronian four-wheeler alt mode. It has, like, an engine coming out of the front of it and the back of it. There are pipes everywhere putting out different multicolored exhaust. Uh, it has Decepticon decals, but done in, like, you know, really gaudy car decal style. So there's, like, you know, curls and frills to it. The the One of the sides says, live to, live to offline, and the other one says, offline to live. Uh, the backplate says, I only break for Megatron. No, oh, no. I hate him. <laughs> oh, no. Alright, so we've got the jump on him. Yeah. Land by our spike strip on the road. <laughs> Alright, so yeah. <laughs> He's drifting now, spinning. Don't they only actually put down tires, uh... Sometimes, don't they usually hover vehicles? That was because the video game engine couldn't handle uh, tire physics. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a very specific problem uh, that that had that they solved with a nice bit of diegetic world building. 
Like, congrats, you broke for me. I guess I must be Megatron. <laughs> Do we want to open fire on him? Or should we... Negotiate. Open fire it is. <laughs> it's like, the horn is hammering on that thing, and it's like, uh... It's it's like a multi-tone horn, like da 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 da. da. <laughs> you, you see him transform in. He is a big, gaudy, shiny, neon-colored strobe lighting uh, Decepticon. <laughs> like his Decepticon symbol is like a strobe light of multi-colors. Uh, there's lights coming off of him that are painting nearby buildings. He has a sound system built in that's giving off heavy Decepticon like war music bass. <laughs> I see. You're pulling guns? I don't have guns. So. You're pulling guns? Yes. There's a voice behind you. Now that's not very sporting. I cheat. What can it's I a say? familiar voice, by the way. Oh. From your nest. Hmm. Now who could this be? Do you, do you turn around? Uh, he lifts his tail so that you can see in the reflection of his chrome instead of turning away from another opponent. So about three times your size, because his alt form is one of the uh, base guards, hmm. is Megabyte. Your electronic countermeasure warfare uh, senator, or like like uh, cast leader. Oh my, so far from home. Yes. It appears we both have wanderlust in our gears. So we do. May I ask what the point of your wanderlust is? Ah, but that would be telling, champion. Suffice to say, I have our colony's interests in mind. But the rest is, he puts one of those giant monster claw hands to his mouth, a secret. Hmm. So we like you and I. Now, tell me you're not with that eyesore over there. Oh, but I am. Oh. I'm part of the inner circle on the ship itself. With tarantulas? What could we possibly do with someone of my skill set on his ancient vessel? Perhaps leave a communication port open. Hijack a wrecker signal. Oh. Oh, indeed, champion. Tricky. Very tricky. Now, as much as my counterpart out there, as gaudy as he is deserving the great afterlife, perhaps convince your associate to go a little soft on him. We wouldn't want to have me get involved. Fine, let's not scratch the paint job. Medium pace, champion. And his large spider monster body creeps back into the shadows on your webbing. We need a chat later. <laughs> I guess we're gonna like, wait for this guy to get closer with his sound system. I mean, he's getting up and uh, I think Smash is about to start shooting him in the face. That's why he acted, because Nicole's like, I'm gonna shoot him to death. Yeah. That's what my character said. Let's not scratch the paint job. Oddly enough, 
for Smash to yeah. do it. Alright, what do you do, Smash? Don't shoot, I guess. Alright, he starts approaching the building, kind of like limping a bit. Hey! Who did that? He's, ye what? he's yelling louder. Spike strip, blew out his tires, oh. crashed him. He fucking rear. He could crash into a ditch over there. It just happened. He's shooting into the air. Who did that? Must have been an accident. You were going over the speed limit. There's no speed limit on Cybertron. Not since the war. There's only two speeds, fast and dead. Oh, God. And I'm going to go as fast as I can till I'm dead. Nicodom just kind of puts a hand over his face and just keeps it there. Are we sure? For now. For now. Do you want to look at him to get the traps? Because then you get to see a stat block. Sure, I'll look at his stat block. Look closely to analyze him? <laughs> yeah. And are you visible because you were going to shoot him to death? Yeah, I guess. Is that you, little butt? Did you put out that spike strip? Did you ruin my buzz? Again, music pounding. No, wreckers don't play like that. Wreckers? You're a wrecker? <laughs> Where there's one of you, there's usually at least one more. Ready for the kill. I had friends offline by wreckers. And what? enemies. And people I was sort of okay about. That's how Nitro Zeus rolls. It's not all black and white with him. Nitro Zeus. Uh, yeah. I said it once. And he like gestures to his abdomen. And I had it engraved. <laughs> Is that your name? Yes. It's also more of a promise. Go fast, leave lightning behind. What was your slave name? Because we're going to be using that. <laughs> <laughs> we, want to be, we want to use that. We prefer that. Now, I'm scanning for Energon. I'm looking for the beast. I know you're after the beast, too. But I got a boss. He busted me out of jail. Says I'll be on good terms with Megs again. The big can head. Wait. Big wait. boss. Wait a minute. You're a war criminal from the prison for the greatest war criminals. What did you do? You know that thing about no speed limits and faster die? Yes. Turns out they don't apply when you run into Megatron and drive him into a ditch in the middle of a fight and then Prime shoots him in the stomach and he's stuck in alt mode for a couple mega cycles. He doesn't take that really kindly at all. Turns out you end up sitting out the war in prison being tortured. So, not a war criminal, just an idiot. Also, stuck in his alt form. Which alt form are we talking about here? It wasn't the tank. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't the jet. <laughs> oh, boy! Let's fry little tires, oh. man. Oh! Oh, that was an oily kink. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's beautiful. That's... For reference, for people not to know, gun form. Oh. When his alt mode was a gun. Which oh. means he couldn't move or do anything. He was just anything. a gun for a large part of the war. <laughs> And then other people, that other yeah. people got yeah. to Yeah, Starscream was like holding him the whole war and shooting him and stuff. And other people were like, give me Megatron. It's my turn. Like Sean was like, give me Megatron. You can't keep him, Starscream. He's not a toy. So shooting him in the air constantly. Yeah. 
You yeah. did a you did a great service to the Autobot cause. Tell your friends that the gun mode phase of the war was Nitro Zeus, but don't because Megatron's gonna forgive me when I catch this beast. You really believe that? Yeah, he's a forgiven kind. No, he's really not. And also, the person who told you that is a crazy person. He's How could he be crazy when he has such an infectious laugh? People who laugh a lot are jolly. That's what laughter is. It's medicine for the spark. I mean, the term laughing mad exists for a reason. Yeah, mad with joy. No, no, honey, no. <laughs> anyway, don't try to offline me, Wrecker. I got a secret spider with me. I don't even know what a spider is, but that's what he said he was. Such a, such a lovely chap. I mean, you could continue working for Tarantulas for those reasons, or you could be pardoned by the other side. I mean, either way, if that's the only reason you've joined Tarantulas... I didn't join, I was let out at gunpoint. Hmm. And now what's he gonna do? If you decide to, you know, switch over to another side, or... Well, what if he tells on me? He seems like a tattler. Not if we shoot him a bunch. A lot. I heard a rumor he was immune to uh, bullets. Oh, that sounds really silly. What? I, mean, I didn't try. I didn't want to be the first guy to try. What Cybertronian is immune to bullets? Uh, Except for Flak Jacket. Flak Jacket. <laughs> you know, one is enough. Flak Jacket's immune to bullets. So was Overlord. He tortured me in prison. Can't be hurt. Megatron, for that phase of time, he was made out of madness metal. Uh... Okay, three's a lot. Just saying. A lot, but in a planet of how many billions? Also, Tarantulas is a nerd. He probably found out a way to nerd away the bullets with science. I mean, so am he's I. He's a nerd, which means he's made of flimsy little pieces. <sighs> Your record trickery is right. What more secrets do you have, little bot? He is a nerd. He doesn't even have a sound system. There you go. Completely lacking in style, which is clearly you are. Wow. Exemplar. Uh, so he has a stat about when you uh, pump him up, He is you keep him busy as if you got 10 plus constantly. <laughs> as long as you stroke his ego, you're always keeping him busy. <laughs> That's one of his stats. That's wonderful. Oh, also me, I'm immune to bullets. Not spike strips, though. Hmm. Yes. Uh, Overlord tortured it into me. Looking back on that, that was unkind on my part. Apologies. Clearly I should have spoken with such a well-spoken uh, Decepticon beforehand. Hmm. Well, thank you. Though you don't have to join us now, perhaps you would consider a truce for the time being? I don't do truces. Shades of Grey, or Absolute Friend or Enemy, one of those three. And I like your style, small spider. And you, small normal-sized Cybertronian. Nitro Zeus is not your enemy. Or also your friend. If you convince him to join us, you have to be the one that hangs out with him. <laughs> 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 I mean, Alright, this appears not to be where the beast is. 
I'm gonna roll on out, he says, making finger guns. Actually, not finger guns. He's shooting his actual guns into the nearby buildings. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Oh, I was stuffing brimming spiders. <laughs> I'm sure we'll meet again, likely we'll see you before you see us. That's right, you will. Unlike actual lightning, Nitro Zeus strikes twice. <laughs> on the ball tires. Leaving <laughs> 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 sparks and scratches on the driveway. Things have changed since <laughs> I was gone. You don't like Nitro Zeus? Oh, yes, oh, we no, definitely no, have. Uh, More changed. I'm surprised that he was locked in the prison. If they're all that caliber, then I'm not too worried. But something tells me that there are actual war criminals in there, and not just people who had a hilarious... <laughs> he was stuck as a gun. <laughs> Other people had to pick him up. Yeah, so one of his stats you've discovered is arrogant. Anyone who sings the praise of the Mage Knight can keep them busy if they got a 10 plus without rolling. What's his name? Nitro Zeus. Like it's like Nitro Glycerin or something? Yeah, his, his description I gave him was Decepticon Gloryhound, Nitro Zeus. Too extreme for the war effort. Christ. <laughs> See what I meant by extreme earlier? Yeah. Anyway, he is unstealthy as fuck. Excellent. Oh, and I suppose we must keep an eye out for um, my compatriot, who appears to have taken an interest in Tarantulus's cause. I can't possibly fathom why, other than an abil- other than a chance to show off his own scientific ability. It's a science war. I wouldn't feel too bad about it. Some of the records even turn tail. I don't know what this is about Tarantulas, but uh, seems not... he can be charming when he wants. Hmm. Or, you know, hold people hostage. I don't know that. I'm a different character right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. All right, well, you guys actually resolved this by just being polite to Nitro Zeus and oh, Megabond. I'm going to make a bond! Yeah, that's what I mean. You can totally make a bond with Nitro Zeus. He literally yeah. said to your face that you're his friend. He literally said to your face, you're a friend of Nitro Zeus. That's going to be my bond. He called me a friend. Therefore, I guess it is. <laughs> All right, well, you guys resolve that. Yourself. I guess we're going to move it over to Multiplex alone. Yep. Alone with my buddy. Dive bomb. <laughs> All right. You find fresh tracks. There's like fresh damage, burn marks still scorching. Uh, when you hear a scream above you, the sound of the sound barrier being punctured. Who is it this time? A big fuck-off Decepticon jet. As they are. Purple and gold. Hmm. It's, uh, it's like firing flares in front of you telling you to back off. Well, we'll see how they follow up on that. Are you backing off? No. Alright. Uh, when you pass by a building that's at eye level for communication, uh, the jet slams down, like crashes into the building super hard and transforms like while it's doing it. So he raises up, um, which one is this? Blue and gold, this guy is Skyquake. Uh, he is a seeker, you know seekers, like the, the flying Decepticons that are, were part of the, the Air Armada, but he is big and broad and huge like a, like a hard shell was, mm. but a flyer. Uh, on his back, because someone was riding him, is Trickshot. He's there. Dickhead. <laughs> hey, dickhead. 
throw a rock at him. I left my rock at home. Yeah. That was my old gear option. Stand down, Titan. <laughs> you are trespassing on Decepticon hunting grounds. Well, what shield do you see on my crest? And engage your loyalty. Oh, what are you doing here? We're hunting the beast. Do not play coy with me, Titan. Well, so am I. Yes, we've covered that. So I guess we can hunt together. It is well known that the Autobots have a pet Titan. A traitor. <laughs> it's well known that is you. Oh. Why would I possibly want to sully my honor by hunting a, f a worthy foe along, your, along with your uh, stature? So I'm a traitor now to the Septuncon cause. Do you ally with the enemies of Megatron, your lord and commander? I'll ally with whoever I must. Then that makes you worse than a traitor. That makes you a coward. Who do you ally with here? I am Skyquake, Royal Honor Guard of Megatron. Well, I think I did see some Autobots in your ranks as well. In that prison we had over there. If you mean the prisoner of war, rest assured he is being dealt with as per our as per Decepticon hospitality dictates for one of his crimes. Mm -hmm. Perhaps he'll work off his sentence in time. And absolve him. Absolve himself of his crimes against our people, and justice can be met out. Do you understand justice anymore, Titan? Well, I think I do. Stand down and walk away. No, I don't think I can do that. I cannot allow you to continue, then. And I will not allow you to continue. Well then, I guess one of us will have to stand down. One way or another. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, from his back, he pulls out a part of him, which is a large, heavy weapon that's a Gatling gun. Uh, it's a scrap maker. <sighs> Do not press me any further. I am in no mood for games. I think I'm going to look him, you know, up and down, guessing he's the Titan killer of the bunch. I mean, if you want, you can guess whatever you want, Pete. So, can I look closely at him or something? Sure, go for it. Awesome. I rolled a nine. Ask two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, tell me about him. How could he hurt me? How could it help me? So how could he... Yeah. Are you trying to analyze his yeah. uh, his stats? Yeah. Okay, he has For My Honor, which means you cannot defeat him or take him out, mm -hmm. as long as he's following his own internal code of honor. Um, he also has Unrelenting. If you ever try to keep him busy, you'll take damage twice. 
Oh my. Also, trick shots there. Hi, trick shot. Hey, big guy. So, what made you leave Titan's last stand? Oh, uh, the mad scientist promised to give me my face back. Fair enough. I know, right? Simply transactional. No ideology involved. Do not care one way or the other. I know. Well then, how would I convince your little friend that we're working, you know, for a common cause here? Oh, you could go offline one of those Autobots. They're pretty nice, though. I really want to do that. But you go do that and prove your loyalty to, uh, you know, Lord Megatron. Hmm. We're just offline any Autobot. I mean, I wouldn't. They're pretty okay. Skyquake is uh, not responding. Well, it's been a long while since I've been offline any Autobots. I had, you know... A really long time to think while I was offline myself in stasis. And I think I'm going back to the old. Uh, what's his name? Megatron's ideal. Megatron. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were looking for Megatron's original name. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going back to old Megatron's ideals from back in the Google days. And I pull up some. Ancient photograph of us in the, you know, mining colonies there. Do not attempt to twist our emotions with your platitudes of days gone by and eras turned to dust by the injustice and cowardice of the Autobots that you so brazenly pander, pardon me, so brazenly pander to like a pet. Stand down, Titan. Stand down. Hmm. Yeah. Guess there's no way for me to do anything here. Hmm. Say, so I can't keep him busy because that will hurt me. Oh, so much! He will just fucking wreck you! And then the monster will attack! Hmm. I guess you're at an impasse until you decide what to do. Yeah, I guess I'm an impasse. And, you know, impasse is keeping it busy, I guess, so... Oh. <laughs> so I guess I shouldn't. Yeah, you must be decisive, Peter. Do you got anything or will we have to switch away from you? <laughs> Unless I can just try talking sense that, oh, hey, let's work together to get this thing down. But I don't think he'll want to work with me here. Oh, Trickshot's totally down for working with you, but uh, not Skyquake. So, uh, can I offer to work with Trickshot while Skyquake is doing his thing? You gotta appease uh, Skyquake somehow. Appease his sense of honor. There's always a Decepticon cause. Um, I guess I could try appealing to his honor by saying that the beast is part of... What's that called? Uh, the Shrine of Rest. No, the, what's the actual thing there? Uh, yeah, the Temple of Adaptus. That you know, um, 
Tarantulas actually wants to, you know, desecrate an old temple of, you know, Decepticons by engaging this. So I guess I'll... All right, try talk sense. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> I got the seven. Uh, what is that? A success, but a low end success. Oh, it's actually an average success. Like, it's for, a success. They, for talk sense, it's the best you can get. Seven plus. Oh! Okay. What well, on the nine minus? I owe them a favor as well. Ah. So, yeah, you're going to talk sense to him? Yeah. I'm trying to look up. What the fuck is. Oh, here it is. Let me try to do some talk sense. Where's the actual move? Don't you have a handout in front of you, Devin? I don't. You want to get a copy? No, I don't. Talk sense? That's the bottom of one with overcome. I don't I don't have that. Go away. Uh talk sense. When you speak with conviction, ask someone for help. Blah 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 blah. Things you plan, you will sense. If you do you ask it was willing and unless you owe them a favor, or ask me one of Why? Okay. All right, so you owe him. Yep. So I guess Trickshot's like, as you're like bringing up, you know, desecration of the honor and stuff. Trickshot's like, hey, why don't you make an offering to the most senior Decepticon here to show that you're willing to give something back to the cause or something, right? That's how it works, Skyquake. It's got just kind of scoffs and looks away. Okay. I guess I'll give up my giant wall of food. Skyquake, uh, sure. Okay, go for the ambrosia. <laughs> okay, I put it in my other pocket. I have some hyper energon. Skyquake kind of cocks his head. What is that, Titan? Well, you know that I'm an energon refinery, right? And you know what the purest form of energon out there you can get? Find energon. You don't find many of them around. I haven't seen this since long before the war started. You would break bread with me, Titan? I don't have any beef with you, so why wouldn't I? You speak sense. That capricious and disgusting coward cavorts with madness. He does not speak the truth about Megatron. I know my leash. He does not forgive. Yeah, from what I know of him, that's right. I cannot abide allowing this rapid desecration of our heritage for the personal vanity project of a madman. I will not take part. You know that there are some refugees in that temple? Like, uh, he, he drinks the energy on and like, throws the glass. I am done with this for now. Take care, Titan, for the beast will not have as much conviction as I will. I guess I'll just let him know that there are some refugees. Oh, he doesn't give a fuck about refugees. Not one solid fuck. They could use a champion. Not even a little. No, that's okay. not That's not how he works. Okay. <laughs> sure thing. So he just kind of flies off. Trick shot's there. Well, thanks, Multiplex. I mean, you could still buy up here. Oh, yeah, and then we go get to hang out with your Autobot friends that... No, I'm totally working with the insane madman war criminal. Well, I don't think I just have to do one thing, get my face back. Not a face, my face. Hmm. You really screwed me here today, you know that? And I went to bat for you. 
Well, some of us have the honor here. <laughs> <laughs> Trick shot, remember that. <laughs> do you have any fellowship with him? I do now. No, because you definitely burned it by costing him his face. No, I don't. <laughs> you definitely hurt him. This would be doing damage to him with your roll. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Anyway, that was the last of the prep scenes. We now move on to the next phase because one of you guys actually found the beast. And it's nightmare time. <laughs> so, Multiplex, uh, Necronom, and Smash. Uh, you both... Uh, Multiplex, you get the communication from Flutter. Uh, at the same time, the three of you that I'm not referencing also pick up that radiation spike you're used to from examining the firing range, like the, the, the damage, the beast left that you were checking out. As we cut to Flutter and Grab, who got the highest roll and got the beast first. <laughs> nice. Yeah. This is, uh, let me pause a sec. All right, we're back. Flutter and Grab. You are in, you were in a showdown. Like, they're, they're like, uh, yep. Counterpunch had a gun to grab. Uh, Blur is in play, stealing your guns. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're currently invisible. Yeah. Okay. So you were on a dangerous moment. Did you guys decide what you were going to do next? Well, I was going to try and talk sense to Counterpunch as okay. well. You want to try that? Yeah, because I mean, I have a way that I could let Blur escape, but I don't think the ability to escape is what's holding him back. Yeah. He probably just... Just run if that was the issue. Alright, look, counterpunch, you're a you're a tough ghost. Oh deep cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone keeps doing it. You're a tough rowdy customer. That's what counterpunch is like. That's my brand. We're just Wasting time in a standoff here when our real quarry is eluding us. Why don't we just put this whole confrontation on hold, find the beast together, and then we'll resolve this when the beast is there. Look at that. Took someone out smaller than you, Wrecker, to find a clever solution to the problem. All right, small fry, what do you got in mind? And then, <laughs> everything starts rumbling. What are you saying about until we find the beast? <laughs> Violent rumbling, like some of the buildings starting to come down. Well, now we get to see what you're made of. Jesus Christ, this <laughs> dark line. Uh, the side of a building and the ground below it blows open from impact damage. Scattering stuff all over the place, breaking lines of sight, allowing people, <laughs> oh, your, your wolf, you want to burn that thing to make it fetch itself? Sure. All right, your wolf, in the confusion, uh, runs back onto your armor and re-equips itself. As that building blows apart and the Sun Crusher arrives, tracking down the bait and the gunfire. It's big. Um, it's like three times the size of Multiplex. Oh my. That's not right. Yeah. Um, when it comes out of the, the hole in the ground, it's actually like compressed down and slinking. Like it's like put, moving all of its like joints and stuff behind it. 
almost like it has like a worm burrowing form. But as soon as it breaches, it folds out and fans out into a giant feline war machine. Like it looks like a big giant goddamn lion, but instead of a head, there's just a hole where there's nothing but like charging panels and uh, like, you know, you can see like a burning bright like inferno inside of it. Hey, kitty. It's so big. <laughs> I'm used to big. Everything is big. It's so much bigger. <laughs> it's not as big as Metroplex. Almost. Almost. But yes, you guys, with your bait, damaged the bait stat and brought the beast out, and you're now in the elephant hunting phase. So, uh, yeah. Uh, it's staring you guys down. Go. Get away. They said that it's crazy, right? No one said it was crazy. Tarantulas is crazy. No, um... Said it was crazy. Said it was driven mad by isolation or whatever. Maybe, yeah. I'm gonna bank on the idea that this thing is intelligent, and I'm just gonna calmly turn to face it and try and talk to it. Okay. I will uh, be ready to give support. <laughs> Go, buddy. Your home is under attack. And we're here to help you defend it. He's not. Not to her. Not to not to <laughs> to counterpunch. Counterpunch. <laughs> <laughs> it it kinda of like the slightest tilt or counterpunches and starts like there's energy coursing inside of its thing. Uh like the hole. It's 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 big though. <laughs> Oh, that's exactly what you want to do. Tell it to shoot. Now you no regrets. <laughs> now you have the power of a thousand suns at your back. Right? Bear hug him so that it only has one target. So it's about to fire? You definitely don't want to get hit by it firing. Am I, like, in the line of fire? All of you. So much of this place is in the line of fire. I'll use a way out. To go behind it. Your space bridge? Yeah. You're gonna bring. Do you wanna fly? Yo, yeah, I'm gonna bring him. Jesus H. Christ. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, before you can react, boom, you teleport behind the beast. I do not bring Counterpunch. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Counterpunch is shooting it. <laughs> Tick tock. And then all of a sudden he just. Ah. Yeah, I figured that would happen. <laughs> I'm really sorry about this. You have to help him, hostage. What is what is Blur doing? Uh, he grabbed Counterpunch and Counterpunch disappeared. Oh, right. Because he can move really fast. Anyway, wow! He starts firing and it's carving a hole in the ground, blowing through buildings, tearing up the skyline, hitting buildings far off. The warship is keeping its distance. <laughs> now, now obvious reasons have come to play. It's gaining altitude and trying to pull back. <laughs> it's starting. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna fly back around in front of it, um, and I'm gonna replay again that exact part of the conversation where he talks about desecrating the tombs. And I'm gonna say this guy is on that ship. 
Yeah, it looks at the ship. It looks around and shades the area. Um, it's going to tunnel into the ground in that hole it just made and disappear again. Okay. If you do, you guys go all go back to the prowl phase and have to do it all over again to find it. Okay. I'm going to detach my drone and have it attach itself to the barge. Mmm. How is. big oh, should I of a here? range does my ground bridge have? Uh, it has like a. It lets you get in and out of places. So it lets you get out of bad, you know, stints. It's not made for like long range transportation. Because it lets you get in and out of place, yeah. right? That's kind of a shtick, so it's, it's fairly localized to that concept. Yeah. Can I open one in front of the. Um, creature so that it comes out outside facing the thing instead <laughs> it's uh it's internal to you unfortunately once you have a magic trick that isn't i mean i could go with it you can try and bring the monster with you yeah Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> okay uh no that'll work all right so you're gonna you're gonna ground bridge you guys instead of going underground where are you gonna ground bridge to Facing the ship. I'm hoping it'll just fucking attack it. If it doesn't, then whatever. Alright. You delay it escaping. Like, you, you ground bridge it, and you're getting interference from your ground bridge on this thing. There's something wrong with it. Like, something something peculiar is happening, and you guys get dropped, like, you guys get interference and get teleported some distance away, facing a different direction. And it's like, adjusting itself. You guys can be aware of what's going on now. It's really obvious. Yeah, once they from the first beam... Yeah. Starts firing off like, well, that looks like a song crusher to me. Shake, 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 shake. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. What uh what are y'all up to? Is it a frequency that uh that the monster's giving off, the Sun Beast? Like is it a frequency that's causing all the radiation and It's the sun inside of its chest giving off solar radiation. What if I can tap that into the communications, the Decepticon communications that I've got access to, so that I can throw it all into chaos, basically? Or what do you mean? Like, what what are your end goals? Basically, to throw them off this thing, so it causes some form of like panic or like to just fries their ability to communicate. Yeah, sure. I'll let you be able to stop them from talking to each other mm-hmm. unless they're actually talking to each other. Mm-hmm. All right, so you burn through your communicator and patch it through this like science man. Okay. Guess if you're gonna spend the food, maybe you grab that now. So, who's next? This thing's gonna aim at people around it because now it's confused and agitated and start firing. Hmm. Can I roll something to figure out how to get through it? Look closely. Yeah, someone probably should just try analyzing it to figure out what's wrong with it because there's obviously something wrong with it. Yeah. That should be you though, because I think you're the smartest. Hmm. Who's the most sensible? <laughs> I'm gonna try and soothe it. Okay. And how are you gonna soothe it? Like, what's uh, what's your strategy for this? It's a good question. Um, Multiplex was telling me stories of the Decepticons before. Um, and this is an old Decepticon war machine. Oh, this predates the Decepticon Autobot divide. Oh, it does? Oh, yeah. Wicked predates it. Uh, I'm Multiplex just, predates it. I'm just going to play 
soothing music out of my speakers and go in front of it and just sort of do like a little choreographed slow pattern. You try and hypnotize it. That is keeping them busy. Okay. So uh, give that a try, bud. Eight. Oh. Do you pay a price to make it thick? Did you roll three? We'll no. just tell the first. We're together, right? Okay, that makes it like thirteen. 13. Yeah. All right, so you can keep it busy without having to pay a price. All its attention's on you. Yup. So you're buying as much time as you need right now. So it's, it's focusing on you. It's not moving, it's not attacking, it's not firing. You guys have opportunity. Take advantage of it. So, I guess we're arrive on the scene. Can you, like, plug into it? Is that something Transformers do? I want to see if there's a port I can, like, get into to climb inside and set it on fire. I mean, um... <laughs> I mean, there is one hole on it. Oh. <laughs> okay, when it roars, I need you to throw me inside. You can throw things. Okay, just don't hurt it. I think it's hurt already. Oh, I think this is gonna hurt me far more than it hurt than it'll hurt it. You know, don't use that maneuver you used last time. <laughs> it worked so effectively, though. Yeet! Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, what'd you get? I got the six. So let's see. Um, where's my yeeting move? Your yeeting move. Huh. Well, I choose none. You don't land safely on your feet. You don't go exactly where I want it to go. You don't go, go. You don't crash to anything, and I can't throw anyone else. So. But you chose like all the options. No, well, we I can't choose any of them. No. You uh, do not land where you were meant to, and you do not land safely. Okay. All right. So, what do you want to happen to you? Do you want to take damage? Do you want to lose some gear? Do you want to suffer? Uh... Be in the, do you want to be in its line of fire? I'm going to take damage. Oh, jeez. Alright, so he fucking throws you into the side of a building or something. I guess I rest my bond. There it is. Uh, communications activate, and there's just silence on the other end. You can tell it's very judging. Which is a silent disappointment. And then clicks off after a few moments. Alright, who's next? Breakout. Do your magic moves and get the inside? Is that what you, what you want to do? Or you burn through all your space bridges? Oh, oh. yeah, no, I, I burned through all of them. So, smash and grab are on scene. I'm also going to activate my armor so I don't take damage from it. Ah, there it is, there it is, there it is. Um, pom 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 pom. Okay, what's next, guys? What's your next move? I'm gonna Let's keep the flow going. Try to figure out what's wrong with it. Look okay. Closely. Look closely. Mm -hmm. Sure. This is gonna be smashed. You can remove the thorn from its paw. Mm -hmm. Uh, so eight. Okay, you can ask two questions. 
What's wrong with it? Yeah, basically. Uh, it's agitated because there are people here that, are, that have invaded its tomb and it's trying to stop them and drive people out. Oh. Hmm, I thought it was broken. No, it's doing exactly what it should do. Driving out people from its tomb. Yeah, but it's also shooting up the place. You'd think that would be against its protocols or whatever. It didn't shoot up the tomb. Hmm. It seemed annoyed with the... I'm lost for the word. The war machine? The blimp thing? Warship. Yeah. Warship. Right? Like, it, it was trying to get to it, but it couldn't get to it? Yeah, like, you can't reach it. I'm going to give it the ability to fly. Well, I put oh support drones on it. Yeah. Bom, 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 bom. And then I'm going to keep weaving my dance and my playing my music, and I'm going to start heading towards the warship. Okay... Uh, Alright, so it starts flying because it has a, a flurry, a uh, fleet of support boosters on it now. And it's like a giant cat like just swimming through the air. <laughs> and I just goes, no, 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 no. Just <laughs> sitting there. Those have flight. Okay. <laughs> Alright, it's, it's in the air now, guys. Oh. Alright, it's going to start firing at that warship then. I mean, good. Yeah, yeah, the warship's gonna fire back and oh. that's a clear line of sight. Like the blast will, you know, clean up against the shields, and well, this is the consequence of that. It's gonna start shooting this animal down. Sucks to be anyone in the middle of that barrage. Have you tried talking with it? Hmm. Uh, we, I mean, we did talk with it. We can talk with it more, but it's doing what we want it to do right now. It's attacking the warship. I want to look closely at the warship. Sure. Sorry, I named the move rather than... No, that's fine. Sure. Picture first, what? then move the result. Yes. So what are you trying to accomplish by looking closely at it? I'm trying to figure out if it has a weakness that we can point the beast towards, or kind of a blind spot for its cannons. I mean, the ship's further away than the beast is than, than you guys are. It's hard to get eyes on it. Hmm. Like, you can try, but it's, it's going to be tricky. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, go for it. Plus sense. Nine. Okay, ask two. It's two. Um... So I guess how could it hurt me? <laughs> Maybe we're interested. How can we make sure that the beast doesn't get damaged, and how can we position it so it can damage the ship? Yeah, how can I even the odds for the uh, beast? Uh, you have to put it in a position that the ship would want to fire at. Okay. Just from that alone, I get a web to use against this thing, and I'm going to use it to manipulate the environment to uh, put it in harm's way, basically. So, can I knock over a building so that the beast can, like, scamper up it easier and, like, launch itself? Or, no, wait, it's flying. Does it need yeah. that? They want to get something from the tomb or put something in the tomb. I don't think they want to destroy it. If you put it so that the beast has its back to the tomb, they might be less inclined to shoot at it. Oh, yeah. The thing that they wanted from the tomb was probably this, though. 
Yeah, if, the warship if, fires on the beast, and it, uh, like, the first shot hits the ship's shield and absorbs it. Mm -hmm. Like, it just kind of starts glowing, and then, like, it, it's a large, almost crystalline structure. Uh, parts of it open up and unfurl almost like a lotus, and uh, that same energy fires back into the beast and just rips through its hide. Oh. It's not dead, but it's, it's, it's damaged. Huh. What'll happen if it gets destroyed? You will. What do you mean? I mean, there's a sun inside of it. You don't know. Well, the thing is, we want to secure it so we can have the cachet. The problem is, if it gets blown up, we might lose that solution and we won't be able to scavenge it. Maybe we'll drive off this plan or maybe we'll just hasten it because. I think this is like, oh, destroy the community plan, therefore you might just want to destroy it. This was not a destroy the community plan. This oh. was a source of power plan. Oh. Okay. Neat. Um, so one of my traps is that I can manipulate an enemy if they try something. Okay. But it's like a capital M manipulate, and I don't know what that means as far as like what I can do to it. All right, well, let's take a look. Well, what's the move? Uh, web spinning, it's a trap, and it specifically says their leg or arm becomes caught in immobilized. Next time they try something, you can manipulate them. And manipulate is also a move, but it's like then, affecting yeah. things in the effect, affecting things in the area that are like the zone you're in. So, alright, let me just look up manipulate real quick. Is that under spider? Um, I don't know. Because you said manipulate was a move. That's under web spin manipulate. Throw, drop, or break an object in the area. Use the collapse, the doorway, spread campfire. But then there's a trap called the catch, where you also manipulate them, and I don't know if that means you can... Yeah, you manipulate them, just like manipulate. So yeah, you just trigger that move. Alright, so, um... I guess the next time they try to shoot it, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna force it to, like, veer off course, or, like, scramble its uh, systems. Like... Yeah, yeah, okay. <coughs> Sorry, just, just to say. The catch is, you've caught them in a catch trap, like... That's Spider-Man putting, like, web spinner on their arm. Mm -hmm. And then if they try something, you just yank on the cord and pull them around because you, you've trapped them with webbing. Yeah. That's what that is. Okay, so yeah, the next time they shoot at the uh, beast, I'm going to force their... Um, and try, you're going to try and, like, use webbing to pull it off course a bit? Yeah. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Have you already rolled for that, or do you need to roll for that? I have a webbing on because I looked closely. It's not a roll, it's just something I can do. Okay, I just, I'm just i not familiar with it all. Alright. Uh, <sighs> okay, um, who's next? Who wants to... Because the, the consequence is the ship's going to keep shooting this thing to death now that it has a clear line of sight on it. Huh. The beast is also going to start doing something that's not going to be great. Yeah. So... The only thing I can think of is that since this ship is an overload stat... And I've got the cannon that can set things on fire, and fire is the Overlord's weakness. Yeah, that's that yeah, work like that's that. far fetching. Yeah, that's that doesn't work right now. Like, you got to put tranches on fire. That's that's how he gets removed. Like, yeah, the ship isn't flammable, nor is the energy shield, nor is the tons and tons of hyper advanced armor. Yeah, you're killing me. Yeah, that's the only thing I I could think of at the moment. I mean, you're big and fucking tall. Why don't you grab the cat out of the way? You're a big fucking guy. You play football. It's flying. Put the cat at it. Cat is 
huge. I'm mean, still ridiculously strong. Oh yeah, you can throw shit. I guess it's you ridiculously know, strong. Next time we'll try to be shooting. I'll just be trying to do, yeah, to uh, jump, grab over right. the way for overcome so it doesn't get damaged. Okay, the Sun Crusher activates its space bridge. Oh. Okay. Yeah, things are about to get bad. Uh, all right. A hole gets opened up around you guys and the ship, because you're all around this thing. Uh, and then it closes. Y'all are in space now. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, it doesn't hurt us, though, right? The hull will. <laughs> no, you're not high in the sky. You're in space. Ah. Like, Luna 2 is over there, Cybertron is over there, and this whole combat and a bunch of buildings in the ship are now, you know, in space. Okay. Hmm. So, that just happened. Well, fuck. Um. Smash and Grab are gonna join hands and then combine so they don't get separated. Forever? Yeah. They have their uh, uh, cyber foxes as well, eternal foxes. All right, what do you guys do? The cat's gonna try and come around in space and shoot the ship again. Hmm. I guess the biggest thing here is that the cat will get shot out back, and probably it won't survive too long. Probably not. Is that what we we're trying to save here, the cat? I mean, we definitely don't want tarantulas to get its bits, especially if it has a space bridge. Yup. We could always destroy the cat. Because it's signed overload. Just right. if it's close enough. Um... Who's acting next? Let's let's be decisive, guys. Keep the flow going. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. So we're trying to decide that. Mm. Alright. I'm going to try and fly towards the battleship. Okay, the battleship, uh, yeah. All right, you can cross that distance. That's what you're doing. Um, if you get close to it, what do you want to do? It's, how many weapons is it firing with? It has, like, one main gun that tessellates along its the, the exterior of the ship. I'm going to try and get onto that. The ship has a large shield around it. That keeps me out? Yeah, like, it's an energy shield. Like, it's a barrier. Does it go down when it fires? When it fires. Then I wait for it to fire. Okay, that's what you're doing. Hmm. Anyone else? I guess I will just try talking with this thing. Like, oh, buddy, what are you doing here? You'll get yourself killed. And, like, you know, we need to work together against this thing and try to talk sense into it. Okay. To, to coordinate so it doesn't kill it's, itself. It's kind of paying attention to you because you're also a giant like it is. Yeah. None. So I owe them a favor. Hmm. I guess I could give them something for them to heal up, and yeah, get get it to work with us that way. Well, yeah. Well, you got sugar cubes. <laughs> sugar cubes. Um, healing herbs. So, buddy, you seem damaged. Like, I'll fix you up. I was like, you know, get my. Oh, my yeah, big kitty. 
You're going to feed it some giant-sized healing herbs? Yeah. What do those do? They heal it? Like healing. Giant-sized healing. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see parts of its interior, like those plates and stuff, start realigning. And um, there, there's an engine behind the sun or under the sun that's, like, tessellating and changing. Like, it's charging up for something. Okay, just keep in mind that some of us are more fragile here, buddy. Yeah, anything else you speak? <laughs> got anything else you guys want to do before it uh, before the, the cut comes, essentially? Well, like every xenomorph that's knocked into space, I'm going to make my way back to the spaceship to climb back on. So, uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. going to climb into multiplex. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, beast mode for me. Just scramp, climb back in. Okay. Can... We have propulsion? I mean, you have a gun, 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 you, gun, can, gun. you got weapons. Ooh, right, harpoon too. You got a harpoon, you can space harpoon this. Yeah, I'm gonna use the harpoon, but more like a grappling gun than a harpoon. So I'm gonna try to wrap it around something of his and do that. Or just harpoon him in the chest and reel yourself oh. in. Like, I'd rather not harpoon him. <laughs> that's why I wanted to, like, go around his thing. Yeah, I basically see Necronome and I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I'll shoot Necronom. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you're gonna get the multiplex, sure. Uh Flutter. The ship is chart is getting ready to fire, so the shields go down. When that happens, the cat activates its space bridge again. Okay. The cat and multiplex disappear. Awesome. Smart move. <laughs> Smart move, buddy. Uh, the beam fires, goes through the open space bridge portal, and hits the other side of the, of the <laughs> warship. <laughs> That's a good move, buddy. Uh, it tears into it, and there's damage uh, spraying across everywhere. That's awesome. That's real awesome. I'm going to stick to the plan. The shields are down. Okay, I'm going to go through and get to the gun. Alright, the gun is there. It's like, uh, like it's stayed out and it's clearly damaged because the whole ship just took damage. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to use my elven arm blade and start cutting wires. Alright, you're just going to start hacking into it? Yeah. Okay! Um, man, I don't even know what this is at this point. I guess this is giving a disadvantage of some kind. I mean, I guess we'll... It could be overcome if you want to do it that way. Yeah, overcome. Mm. Although I don't think that creates an advantage. It doesn't it does, need to, because uh, it'll... Uh, overcome avoid, redirect, or prevent damage. So you're you you're stop fucking a, up their guns. So. Overcome stops an obstacle threat cut or move from causing harm. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, with blood, buddy. I should have put a better stat in blood. I keep using it. Blood money! Level up! Oh, yikes. Does he get to... No, I guess he doesn't get to roll with He's gold. gone solo. Yeah. A Star Wars story. Eight. Okay, you can pay a price to take the 10 plus result, or you can create a temporary solution, which will delay the threat, but when time's up, it'll be back in force. I will pay a price. What's the price you pay? What's the price I pay? Take damage, um, lose something, cripple yourself. You could lose your blade, because you're going to get it back when you're resting. Maybe you're a new friend. <laughs> well, Mir shakes it's like, help! I didn't sign up for this. Off into the sun. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna take damage. Um, I'll 
pick a stat to put it in. Sure. But basically, I, I'm, I'm in there in the fray. I get like pretty banged up with all the debris. and Yeah, it's a nightmare. Shit. Oh, Has their shield stayed down? Yeah, it's down now. The ship's going dark in some areas. Okay. Can you, uh... Can you eat me inside? Boom, boom. If you miss it, it's just gonna throw you out into the depths of space. Oh god, don't! Do it! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think it through. At least yeah. angle it towards Earth. Necronom immediately like contacts he's like he's gonna throw you into space. Don't worry, the gravity doesn't worry that way. You'll fall back eventually. Just watch out for the fall, but you're good at this. Your wreckers, you'll land on your tires. You'll orbit forever. Yeet! Yeet! <laughs> Murder I yoked. Seven eight. Oh god. Bum 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 toss aside. Wait, can he roll with hope? Because we're... No, you damaged me, so so we're not both aligned. But we're not both misaligned, therefore I'm not rolling with despair. Okay, so you go exactly where... um, Oh, seven and eight. You go exactly where you want them to, but you don't run safely. Okay. (laughs) Where do you want him to go? On the ship. Yeah, into the hole the ship. On Namek. Into the hole the ship got blown in it. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> Alright, you go inside the hole in the ship. Uh, you're going to crash into like one of the, the various systems on it, like like one of the places that it's open to space, and you'll have to like, open a door and climb in. Can you use your wrecker move to wreck yourself up in the safety? Uh, all, it does, all that wrecker move does is oh, let me have things to swing from ah. if I want them. It doesn't actually... Um, it's the move you can use to... Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right, you tumble in Daredevil style and hold on to a door and crawl, crawl on in. Yes. All right, you're on uh, Tarantulus's warship. Uh, there are emergency lights everywhere. You see people running down halls and stuff. Someone's like, blow the cargo bay! Blow the cargo bay! Drop big baby! Everyone <laughs> turn. Uh Flutter, the yep. cargo bay blows open. It's under the ship. Like, the door's just blow open from explosive emergency force mm-hmm. uh, and a Metro Titan sized Decepticon walks out on the other side of the ship with magnetic feet. Oh. Uh, he's purple and gold and black and has like spines coming off of him. Um, his head has like an insectile look to it with like a bunch of eyes on it. Big Decepticon symbol that's pulsing and glowing on his uh, on two spots on his back. Uh, yeah, He's just walking his way towards where the gun is. Sounds like a good time to go invisible. Boop, 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 cloaking field. Yep. Uh, he's, he's, he's fussy when he gets to the gun. You're always like, God, a scrapping thing? Come on, we just gotta realign ya. He starts like hacking at it, punching it, trying to like get it loose. I leap onto his back and stab him in the neck. <laughs> Finish that. <laughs> oh my God, are you finishing him? Yeah. Oh no, I gotta look up Scorpinox stat lock. I'm going to do a precision cut along his systems. So so clean, he barely even notices it until his head falls off. <laughs> Man. Titan killer. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, man, you can only actually damage it when, you're on, when you climb on it. <laughs> That's one of its stats. <laughs> nice. Whoa, Good instincts. Whoa, whoa. Good instincts. <laughs> All right, what did you get? Oh, 
You gotta, you gotta roll with whatever, man. We finished them. Uh, nine. Run away. Uh, that means you damage it, I believe, right? Yeah, damage a stat. Okay, uh, let's see what happens. Also, it worked out nicely that... Alright, you damage its, uh, its nervous system connection, so it, it loses its toss aside. Which meant it could literally yeet you into the depths of space <laughs> forever. Oh! 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 He's just cursing in the depths of space. Scrap! But, yeah, I'm guessing you lose your... Oh, uh, I'm not invisible anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Scrap! And, uh... He starts punching the cannon in his back. <laughs> He's just real mad about that. Meanwhile, the cat's charging up again. Oh, I'm on the ship! You fuck! That was dumb! <laughs> uh, who, who wants to take the lead next? I guess... I'll try to you know, whisper the cat, aim for the big one there. Which means, well, it will put Flutter on the thing, but I, like I could see you there. Like, oh god, Flutter, you can see it. The cat's aiming down where the Titan is. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Side note, it's, uh, it's actually really good that Smash ended up with Necronome, and Grab ended up with uh, Flutter, Flutter back there when we were in the basement or whatever, mm -hmm. because Smash's agenda is to get revenge, Ooh. and because they killed Hardshell, uh, I transferred that onto Counterpunch, so if Smash had been there, he wouldn't have... Yep. Yeah. Would not have stood down. Also, your agenda for Tarantulas. So you're on the ship. What are you doing? What are you doing? What's your next move? I am going to do <coughs> as much damage as possible. Um, where are... <laughs> basically, where are uh, vital parts of this ship? Engine room, bridge, uh, sensor systems, propulsion. Well, maybe since you gave such a speech that uh, Tarantula is such a nerd, maybe you want to find a nerd and give him the you know, wet willy. <laughs> and then you'll regret it later. No, right now I want to destroy the, the ship. Uh, so I'm going to go to the engine room. Okay. it's like the place that can do the most damage. All right. Let's see. All right, you get to the engine room. You just, you just get there because this is this is your thing. Excellent. No, no, no! The entrance a big, scary, crystalline like temple thing with raw energon like fusing through it, burning up. There, there's fires everywhere. Uh, gravity plating's falling apart, and uh, there's a larger Decepticon there who looks like he he's like a big like warrior. Uh, he has like both plane and tank parts on him. Uh, his face is like a is like a, a sealed kind of dome that kind of has a cone on it, and he looks like he has a monocle built into one of his optics. No, 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 no! He's like moving around, putting out fires, flicking switches. We must balance the energon flow. Oh, Air Tarantulas will have my spark case. Couldn't have just been Autobots. No, we have to go and fight the ancient Decepticon war machine. Um, is there such a thing as a surprise attack? Like, because yep. he doesn't know I'm here, I'm can I just... Probably have an advantage. Yeah, yeah, can I just roll finish him? No, you have to get an advantage on him. Like, do I have Ooh, an advantage? But if you look closely, I guess? It, it says that, like, 
It says that if you're in a situation where you would have an advantage, like if you're literally dropping on top of someone or you're attacking them unawares, you have an advantage. All right. If that's what you want to take, go for it. Because, uh... All right. <laughs> it's murdering time. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's plus blood or whatever. Plus whatever you're using. Blood. Blood. Well, fuck you too. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I'm good. All right. Um. Oh man. So. Destroy that. All right. You shoot him in the back, uh, and he goes yeah, and falls over. And then he makes, like, a shifting molding thing, like he's made of clay and, like, small cubes and takes on a different form. Uh, and then you get shot through the back. Oh, shit. Hard cut. All right, there we are. Anyway, so, blood is damaged, and then, uh, from behind you, after you get shot in the back, Blitzwing, now, now, little Autobot, it is very rude to shoot someone in the back. Ah. He's holding a gun. That shot you with. Who is, who's Blitzwing? The guy that you just shot. He was actually behind you the whole time and shot you. You just shot makeshift. You see. And then he starts to monologue. Because that's part of his stats. You see, as you're on the ground, having been shot, I detected a slight increase in mass on the gravity plating when I was managing the power systems, and that could only mean one thing, an intruder aboard. So I quickly called my compatriot Makeshift, commanded him, with my superior mind and oratory skills, to take my form and run around with his best impression of me for no reason at all. And all I had to do was wait for some, for some troublesome little wrecker to come to the engine room. And try to ruin Air Tarantulus's plans. You, of course, took the bait. Matrix, unfortunately, had played a bit of a uh, harder role in this play than uh, I think he anticipated. And I come out on top. Blitzwing always comes out on top. This is the first time you fought a thinking Decepticon, I take it. Blasters have the same effect no matter how smart you think you are. Let's see you outsmart this. He's gonna shoot you, what do you do? Swing the spotlight? Is there about oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. You're Boing! <laughs> Alright, who's next? The uh, cat is gonna fire at the giant goddamn Titan and kill has, everyone. Has the Titan noticed that the cat is firing at the No, he's so pissed off. Then I am going to get away. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. First time we use the move. Get away, get away. Nine. Nice. So one. choose one from the list of three. I get there quickly. Avoiding any harm along the way? Yeah. Well, you draw attention. All right, you zip away. Ah, oh, there you are. Oh, you are so offline. His hand turns into a cannon, and then he, <laughs> he looks kind of off where you were flying away from. It's like, wait, what? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're going to get away. The cat's going to fire. Uh, is anyone doing anything about that? 
just you know, aim it at that big titan, and that's it. Yeah, okay, he gets hit and flies off of the warship into space. Oh, scrap! Uh, and yeah, the beam continues on and goes up and starts hitting the ship and carving into it. <sighs> okay. So the guess... ship that your friend's on. Yeah. The ship guess... you threw them on. Your friend's on the ship. Hmm. Now, now, don't shoot through it. Around, maybe. Scorch it a little bit until it stops flying. No, just let him shoot it. Oh, just yeah. let him shoot it. You coming this or something? Yeah. Yeah, if, if we can, yeah. Definitely. Okay. All the way through. <laughs> Zip. Alright, the, uh, the ship you're on uh, rumbles as the power plant blows out in the background. Lights go out. Excellent. That works in my advantage. <laughs> Get away. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess I'll try to get away. And I'm going to, uh, I'm very tiny. You oh, are. I'm not tiny. Yeah. I'm normal, I'm normal Autobot size right now. Unless you split up. <laughs> I like rolling with hope, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I like rolling with hope. Get away, like the coward the clone you are. Uh, so I'm going to try to get into the workings of the engine. Um, yeah. That's what I'm going to do. You're going to scuttle machinery. Yes. Uh, getaway is plus grace, which is fantastic for me. Roll grace, buddy. Uh, so six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. All right, two options. Quickly, quietly, and grab someone nearby. So you can get there quickly and quietly. No harm, no attention. Exactly. So he so lights went out, and he doesn't know where the fuck I am. Yeah, my Primus. Make sure, make yourself useful for once. Get a molecular fuse. Get the lights back on. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We all have boo boos. <laughs> Like my wounded pride. Oh, can you believe I had that whole speech planned out for that Autobot? <laughs> no. No, Maybe. the other draw makeshift. Th yeah, yes, higher. You have to get up on your knees. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We're all very sad for you. Who could have Who could have seen that coming? <sighs> now you're hiding in the engine room as this goes on. The other lights come back on as makeshift. He looks like a weird, shifty cube polygon Decepticon. He doesn't even have kibble for his alt form. It's like plugged in a molecular like, fuse and like twisted it into place. He's like, oh. He's kind of he kind of starts limping his way out of the engine room. So, um, Blitzwing or whatever is gone. No, he's he's right there looking around. Oh. You know, I have an idea. I know how I can fix this. And he leaves the engine room. Because if... Makeshift is still crawling away. Yeah, Blitzwing if, walked clear past Yeah, him. if Blitzwing is gone, I'm going to shoot uh, Makeshift. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Ah, never look murder. <laughs> he stops moving. Okay. Don't know if he's actually dead because he's a fucking weirdo, but... Rip his spark you know. out. Rip his spark out. Drink his blood. Kill his parents. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I'll start 
tearing into the place. Fucking right. shoot my uh, area effect gun all of it. You're a fucking missile launcher? Yeah. Rocket jump. But you're in an enclosed space with it. It's a big room. Well, oh. What if you blow up the engine? Oh. What if indeed? Is the... <laughs> of a rocket? Oh, uh, engine's really big explosions. Usually. Uh, uh, I still want to do it. I don't want to die, though, but I still just want to do it. The engine room door closes, like a blast door closes, and some of the vents start seeping gas in. That's smart. Um. Makeshift was on the other side of the door, because he had crawled his way out as Blitzwing went to turn on the dangerous gas. So, the room is filling with gas. Let's cut outside. I'm aware that she was thrown on the ship. Yeah, right? you saw it happen. Okay. And the cat is currently cutting up the ship with a laser. Yeah. So I'm going to use my last magic spell to send you a message. And basically just... What, let's see. Hey, uh, I know you love destruction and sabotage and all of that great record stuff, but uh, the cat is currently tearing up the ship with its laser. We have the guns disabled. Now would be a good time to exit. Oh, I know it's firing. I told him to. Um, I want to destroy this engine, though. Like, real bad. Also, there's poisonous gas coming in here. That's probably going to corrode my uh, paint job, at least. Well, the engine's going to get destroyed by the cat laser. Um, I don't know. Also, I can't get out. I'm stuck in here now. So I'm going to have to blast my way out, I guess. I'm going to okay. send something your way. Don't worry. All right. What are you sending her way? Box of bugs. I'm gonna start chewing oh. through the uh, drilling. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna launch it out. I assume you have some kind of like uh, waste launcher or like something. Or just the, the throw cannon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna shoot that so that it uh, breaks against the hull of the ship, roughly where um, where the engine should be. Yeah. As that's coming over, I'm gonna bend down, launch myself off the ship, and start slowly traversing through space towards multiplex. Okay. Okay. So, what does your box of spiders do? <laughs> they start chewing through wires and whatnot. Like, just eating through yeah. the, the, the you know software machinery and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Which probably starts either opening things or jamming things. Yeah, okay, for those, a move and we've had some... No, it's bitch a, it's a box on the other side of the door? Yes, okay. both of the bitch faces. Let's swing? Yeah. Maybe. You probably can't tell. Probably. You know the shapeshifter is there. You probably close the door and start venting gas in. Probably. I'm gonna shoot my gun at the door. The rocket launcher? Yeah. 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 All right. I'm gonna stand as far away from the door as I can. The doors blow open and you see someone getting thrown back. And then blown out into space. Ha ha ha! Dick face! I don't know who it was, but no one had it coming. <laughs> they had it coming. You have an open door. I do. Um, I would like to go in the hall and shoot again at the engine if I can. On the way out. Yeah, exactly. Finger guns. Use the, Actual use the guns. propulsion of the gun itself. To fire you out. To fire me out and also shoot it at the engine. Alright. An explosion rides you out of the area. Woo! Right after the explosion. <laughs> okay. On a box rule! 
Wreckers for life! You see makeshift just kind of floating in space as you rocket past. Shoot him as you propulse yourself over there. And they see a little bunny just playing out. Oh, no, no, no. Just run over and try to catch it mid-flight. <laughs> All right. So you guys are hanging back. All right. When you do, uh, the cat activates its space bridge and space bridges away from the ship, leaving it in orbit crippled. Good. Uh, and then you guys are back on the ground. Oh, excellent. I brought us with him. I thought I didn't bring us with him. I'm like, oh, okay. No. <laughs> By the all spark, that was awesome. Wow. I love this cannon. Oh, boy. Where are we on the ground? Are we near where we first left? We're somewhere near, near uh, the area. Like, you're not, you're not, you're not exactly close. I'm gonna go start looking for my gun. <laughs> <laughs> now you, big fella, the the cat, you're also awesome. The people living inside the tomb now, though, are just hurt. They just need a place to be safe. Come on. Yeah, they don't mean you harm. They just want a little bit of energy, and they'll keep you protected. Staring you guys down, all of you. Can we, like, try to convince it to let the people live there that are living there? Mm, like, all right. Speak softly? I'm guessing it's not a common wisdom. folk. Or is it a friend? No. Yeah. Who's best of wisdom? Yeah, it's not a common folk, friend, or co worker, so. I mean, you're speaking softly to her. So roll. Clearly breakouts do it. Yeah. Um, this is a find the best stat roll scenario. This is who just did the thing, you did the thing. I'm assuming that's... Wisdom. Wisdom? Wisdom. It has to be wisdom? Yeah. Yes. Well, that makes sense. Oh, it has to be one of the inst stats anyways. You roll of hope. Nice roll. Uh, so, eight. Okay, you have its attention and have advantage on it. It's paying attention to you. Wait, speak softly. Speak softly is asking them questions. Or We're trying to talk sense. Okay, yeah, I meant talk sense. That's grace sense always. Because I'd like to roll plus grace, then, in which case I got a 9... You press decimal trick, then. 10, 11. Oh, so. it didn't, yeah. You're not trying to trick it, though. Probably to tell the... Like, we we'll tell the plan and their place in it. So, like, hey, we're going to go introduce you to the people that live there. They just want a little bit of energy and they'll leave you yeah. alone. Yeah, when you speak with conviction to ask some... With conviction and ask someone for help, tell yeah. us what you want from them and why they should help you. That, that's what talk, talk yeah. sense is. Yeah. yeah. But then, depending on which stuff you're using, you're going to oh. do the things. So if you want to impress Dazzle to them, that's plus grace. Oh, yeah, no. But You're like, going to their emotions, so that's wisdom. Okay. Well, then it's a uh, it's an eight. Okay. So they're going to do. So yeah, you owe them a favor, or you owe them. You have to pay a price, basically. Okay. What's the price you're going to pay, or any of you are going to pay? Um. How about we make the other people promise to stop fucking up the place? 
little complex for this stage of the negotiation. You're still trying to damage it. You're just not trying to physically hurt it. So you're trying to, to try to get an advantage on this. So you can kind of pivot yourself towards disabling some of its more aggressive tendencies. But what would you, you know, like, like you have to, you're dealing with it. So you got to give it something. You have to give up an offer of some sort. Yeah. Something more immediate than we promise not to be dickheads in the future. I mean, there's always food. But unless someone has something else to offer. Yeah, I'd like it's to a have... big, giant super grinder. Right? Like, it doesn't need, doesn't want money, so... Like, I have money, it's precious, but I'm pretty sure the cat doesn't want money. Try. You just have to spin it. You it it is a guardian of, like, a temple. You it might work as a symbolic oh, yeah. gesture. Yeah, and it's like a, like an offering to the temple kind of thing. Or like, hey, yeah. you've got a lovely bedazzled mane here. How about I just make it more bedazzled with this gold? Yeah, so, for, yeah. like, the glory of, uh, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> uh, um, oh, shit, I've actually forgotten. Um, Adaptus. Adaptus. Yeah, for the glory of Adaptus, I'll uh, make like, an offering. So, like, like platinum cash? Yeah. It, uh, yeah, alright, I'll take that. You guys currently have advantage on it. Hmm. So, do we, do we finish them? Yeah, that's, finish them isn't just a combat thing. Yeah, guys. working things out, acting calmly or reasonably, or having an out with problems. That's wisdom. So, who wants to try and finish it? Like, who wants to try and finish it with, like, roleplay? Uh, I'll help finish it. So, so I'll, I'll step, like, step up beside, um, Breakout. Breakout. Additionally, if um, you allow these Decepticons and Autobots to remain in your tomb, they will treat it respectfully. They will maintain it, fix it even, so long as they have a protector to prevent them from further losses. Okay, there's two conflicts right now. Okay. One is, its nature is it's going to try and run and hide and do like, like, you know, smash attacks on things around this place to secure the area. Mm -hmm. It's its nature to like, be an ambusher. Yeah. Okay. The other thing is that it is super ready to start firing that gun off because it's just in its nature to defend the place. I'm trying to tell you in a roundabout way that it has the runaway stat and the shoot everything to death stat. If it runs away, then you're going to have to go through the whole hunting phase again and it'll be a big nightmare. So, I guess we want to try damaging it, don't run away, we're your friends, buddy, like we don't, we don't need you harm. Yeah, then you're going to have to talk down it not shooting you to death. Yeah, so, one at a time, I guess. So... So like you guys are trying to get its attention right now, yeah. to try and show that you can reason with it. So like she's made the opening by offering something, so yeah. it's listening to you. Yeah. So um, I guess to keep it here, I'll mention that you know it's attached to its tomb clearly, and it wants like it's the place it's going to defend. So clearly, it wants it to be a place that's treated as it was when it was originally designed to protect it. You know, a tomb to honor the long dead. And like guiding it back to the tomb. Yep. Like, yeah. All of you guys are like, come on. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Alright, that I'll let you roll finish them all. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So, yeah, ten plus. Kill them. <laughs> Alright, so you knock out its escaping stat. Mm -hmm. You can't technically can't no. finish shit oh. with a kill. That's just not how set states work. It's only sure. damages uh, this whole thing. It's not important. Mm -hmm. Alright, so it is no longer uh, trying to, escape. Trying to ca actively camouflage and escape. But it is still rearing up, ready to shoot. Oh yeah, it's still aggressively going to defend this place. Okay. So, 
people still need to get an advantage on it and then convince it not to shoot their place up. Okay. Working, soothing it worked before. I can try that again to make it open and amenable. Try and calm Keep it down it busy, from, maybe? I don't know, which is the bad DEFCON, DEFCON 1 or 5. I don't know what DEFCON 5 is. Re reduce its DEFCON level slightly. Maybe keep it busy almost? Yes. Nine. Temporarily, unless you pay something. So what's the price you want to pay to keep this thing busy? I'm going to have to amplify my systems a bit because it's in overdrive right now um, and I'm fairly small and diminutive so I'm going to lose some of my ammo by charging it into my systems to kind of boost my speakers, boost my No more ammo? Yeah. Okay. Alright, you use up extra resources just to try and keep this thing uh, occupied by trying to like amp up the distraction. Try and, you know, find a way to like soothe the actual, you know, animal in it. Alright, I'll give you advantage on it. Who wants to, uh, tear that down? Should I? Should someone else? You, you were the it? one that was talking to it most, so it makes sense. So how would you actually, you know, like, like put it into a state of ease and safety? <coughs> well, I'm gonna shoot it a bunch of times. Well, probably I'd gently introduce it to the people that live in it, to show that, hey, they don't mean you harm, they hurt themselves, they, you know, Retreated them for safety. They don't want to, you know, hurt you. They just want sanctuary. Yeah, they, they want to. Yeah, sanctuary. They want protection from you. Okay, go for it. They're basically part of the tomb and therefore part of something it needs to protect. Ten plus. All right, that takes down. It'll power down its cannon. So you guys are making progress. It's yeah. this is a fairly desperate maneuver you guys got to do here because if this thing gets like riled up, it's all over. Yep. It'll it'll kill everyone. Yep. Okay. So. The last thing is you need to get it back into its place, like where it guards. Yeah. So I guess we'll. So that means you can't follow. No, that's fine. So we'll corral it between the people, and then once they're there, it's up to you guys. Kind of hide Piper it in. Alright, it'll like get smaller and like slink itself down. Like it, it can like condense its mass and stuff. And it'll follow you guys into the tomb. Familiar place. Um Where do you guys want to go from here to uh to kinda you know put that last finisher on it? Well the energon that we left in the warehouse wasn't used by anything. So we can use that sure. as a you know incentive to stay there. Sure, keep him busy. Roll. You guys leave out a bread trail for it. Goody. But I have like friendship with like you guys, so that means it's hope. So nine. Okay. What's the price you want to pay? Okay. Probably. Well, that's oh, that that's uh, gone no matter what. Oh, exactly. It's eating it. What do I have on me? Oh, I have. Uh... Oh wait, self only for that. I can still use it as a sacrifice, though. So mm -hmm. I have uh, a weapon called Confidence and Fast Healing. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tend to its wounds here. Now you're gonna, and you're gonna... sacrifice my uh, healing module. 
Perfect. You're going to take the thorn out of its paw? Yeah. All right, you're tending to it and feeding it, so you get advantage. Who, uh, who's going to convince it to go back to its slumber? Or I'll open that door for you. I really thought I was going to roll Pope. I actually have Energon cubes. No, fancy. Transformers. We got these ages ago to convention. Was the Vancouver Expo 86 something? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so, like, we... is an option getting it to be a guardian for these people? Pretty much. Because I'd like that to be what we do. I'd like that to be the outcome here. Alright, how are you going to convey that to it? Right now, it's it's pretty docile. Like, more docile than it was before. Well, we've discussed it a lot. And it's intelligent. Or it seems like it's intelligent. Um... So maybe you could start. They'll follow their proper rituals to summon the guardian in need, or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know what to. I don't know how to convey that. <laughs> I guess. Um, who's in charge? It's like, it seems to be a council. Yeah, it's just the six uh, Cybertronians that are just kind of. Rhinox. He's like a fucking spiritual. Oh, there we go. Bitch. I'll get Rhinox to come with us, and uh, no, no, he seems to be able to like Zen connect to things. Yeah, he's highly spiritual. Mm -hmm. So I'll have him uh, basically. Maybe he'll know the proper rituals to like you know thank the Guardian for stepping in and appease it until yeah, the next time. Yeah, like you bring in Rhinox and Drift actually, because Drift's kind of along the same lines, but a Decepticon. And uh, the two of them, like, you know, go up and, like, appease it with you guys, kind of, you know, try to communicate with it, get across old customs, use old phrases from old Cybertronian that it recognizes. Um, and eventually it'll go to that locking vault on the spot, and, like, it'll power down its interior stuff. It doesn't have a sun inside of it. That was a lie. It actually has a highly advanced space bridge system as its main uh, biologic biological functions. That opens up micro tears to the sun around Cybertron. Ooh. It's dimmer by the minute. <laughs> so when it like, gets down, it kind of calms down, it activates that space bridge, and uh, something starts coming out of its mouth. Okay. It's a large, like, big enough that, that a normal size Cybertron would have to wield two handed and be way too goddamn heavy. A sword. Okay. You could use it as a dagger. <laughs> Or it probably fits in that lock, actually. Yeah. Slide it in. Yeah, you guys are just like kind of... All of us are like picking it off me like... Aah. Yeah, there's alarms and stuff, and the vault opens, and uh, you guys can explore its interior. And the beast will like follow you into there, where it, that its actual resting place is. Okay. Awesome. What's inside? <gasps> Why don't we cover that next session, since it's already past sure. midnight? Yeah. That sounds good, right? Yeah. Yep. Good place to end. Yeah. You guys go deeper into the vault after soothing the uh, the beast, the Sun Crusher. First time I want to take a moment to fill our bellies. To what? Fill, fill our, our bellies. bellies. Oh man, right? We if you get time. Probably could just do all that next session, right? So yeah, we'll do that next. We'll session. Uh, we'll wrap here in limbo. Yep. I was Devin, Nicole, Tyler, Kevin, and Peter, and this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off. <laughs>